Steve and Chuck the Freak. What is going on? It is Dave and Chuck the Freak. We are freakless once again this morning. Uh, Chuck is off today, and hopefully he'll be back with us tomorrow. I uh, I know this. I know. Never Google a health question. Oh, man, yeah, you can't. can't. No. Nope. I know it. it. Unless you want to think you have AIDS or cancer, don't bother. Or cancer AIDS. Cancer AIDS. I have had this weird, like twitch going under my eye the tumor <laughs> that's what google says <laughs> oh gosh like just you, like, you, just, you my just eyelid think... just shakes yeah yeah but just it does underneath. it stop at some point yeah but it's been all weekend are you losing weight a little but not a ton oh, i know when i was losing weight i'd get weird little like yeah Twitches and stuff. I was assuming that was just all the fat cells in my face. So I mean, there's there's reasonable explanations like your eyes are tired, tired eyes, you're stressed, yeah, you you know that kind of thing. (laughs) Yeah, Um, and uh, so I'm putting on glasses just in case it's my eyes are tired. But then then it goes into a whole series of you are dying, and here's what that means: you have four hours to live. Yeah, I have the same thing, Dave. I don't need this today. You have an eye twitch? We both have I eye do. twitches? Yeah. Uh, all, yeah. All the time? Yeah, it's been happening a lot recently, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's great. Literally just well, started Google it. Friday. That's weird. Yeah, no, I I don't have to. Dave's going to tell me how I'm going to die. Yeah, we're all we're both going <laughs> to die together, apparently, from our it's eye great. twitch. <laughs> our deadly eye twitch. Have you been to the eye doctor, an optometrist? Mm. And- no, it just started Friday. But I mean, when was your last eye exam? Oh, like a couple of months ago. A couple of months ago, then they would have found something if something was wrong. I think, think everything's fine. Yeah. It'll be fine. Stress. I don't, but I don't seem stressed. Maybe I'm making I an appointment. <laughs> I thought you were rocking some new AI shades or something today. I was like, whoa, Dave got the AI glasses. No. See, you got the first They're He's live streaming yeah. the show from his glasses. I'm on the special <laughs> list that I get all the gadgets before anyone yeah. else gets them. The gadget man got the hot yeah. AI glasses first. <laughs> gadget VIP. Yeah. That's me. Uh, no. Who knows? A lot of people are saying it's... Uh, oh, okay. And then also, oh, why did, also you don't bring look in text messages. Yeah, you bring in this, your medical issues up the on the show. My grandma had an eye twitch and she had to have face surgery. Lost oh. half her face. Uh, apparently I need potassium, eat more bananas. Yeah, you that gave too. up bananas because you thought it was bad for you. Yeah, I the heard, sugar they, heard that it wasn't the, a good, really yeah, good thing to eat. Dehydration. You drink a lot of water. I see you drink water all yeah. the time. Right here. So I mean, it's cancer. Not with you. We're dying. No. Um, more raisins. I need more no, raisins. No, you don't. Not, Nobody I'll needs more raisins. Death. Please. <laughs> yeah. I twitched every day I twitch over raisins. Over raisins. Yeah. yeah. If I had to live on a diet of raisins, <laughs> good night. Dave, you have your daily raisins? Ah, uh, come on. Uh, magnesium. Okay. You didn't, you weren't you doing that I take magnesium every night. Okay. Helps so me that's sleep. not it. Mm. You knows? do that too, Andy, right? Yeah. I take something that has magnesium in it. Yeah. Yeah, mine's called Calm. Yeah, that's what I take. Calm. Oh, look at everybody's <laughs> on the Calm. We're trying to be calm. We're all trying yeah. to be calm here. <laughs> that's funny. That that is, lots of issues. 
That stuff is legit, though, isn't it? It works for me. It works for me, too. I think I, so. Helps me have a right, it, nice, restful sleep. Does it um, affect your digestive systems at all? Because no. Because it can do that. That's a side effect. Well, I don't know. I know. That's good. You have a My digestive system is so messed up, I don't know if I'd be able to tell. How <laughs> <laughs> could you rule it yeah, out? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Now, you, I tried to get you on this. Did you try it or not? Yeah, I tried it. I, you didn't I, really like it? Yeah. Not for everyone. I, no, I, I take a, a pill form of it, of magnesium. Oh, okay. So Mine are the gummies. Yeah, I use oh, the, the powder. Gummies. gummies is a good idea. Oh, use the powder? Yeah. yeah. And I just pop a couple gummies and yeah. call it a night. I take this uh, flour and then I break <laughs> it up into pieces and I put it in this grinder. Different. Yeah, and then I like grind it up real good and I put it in this glass pipe. Marijuana easium. Yeah, then I go outside so that way my wife doesn't get upset that I'm smoking in the house with the baby. And then I come back in and I am ready for bed. Uh, Debbie in Boston wants to chime in here for a second. Debbie. Let me uh, find the phone line. Hold on. Which one is it? As Uh-oh. long as you uh, don't tell me I have cancer AIDS, what, what do you think this eye twitch is? My husband had it for like three months. So he finally went to the eye doctor. And he works on a computer all day long. So he said, they said it was like eye strain. And just because if your eyes are strained, you can stress them out like any other part of your body gets stressed if you're, you know, anxious or whatever. And that's all it was, was eye strain from looking at the computer all day because of his job. That's what he has to do. So that's all it is. All right, Debbie. I'll take, I'll take just a little. Yeah. It's probably more like what it is. Right? Yeah. I mean, you're surrounded by monitors in here all day, all yes. week. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I get that eye twitch every once in a while. Yeah, really, I, like, I think it would have happened occasionally, but literally it was all weekend long. Yeah. You know, like every half hour, my eye would, lid would start to flutter. And so I'm like, hmm, that's concerning. So when you wear glasses, it, it, I can't remember. It's for distance or for your vision, for like close up to read. Like right now you have glasses on. So what does that, what does it do for uh, you? So I am nearsighted so yeah I don't know the difference. so, so I nearsighted can, would be so i can away. see things near i can't see things far away okay right well i can but it's just not great i really amazingly don't need glasses like but maybe even, you do no because i just went to the eye doctor and he strained but he said like i'm shocked like you don't need anything your really? your eyes are still really good i mean mine mine said i could get away with it without wearing anything but it, my eyes hurt if I don't have like a little something. He's like, you know, you don't really need, you don't, you know, you'd be okay. Right. And like, I can see, but it, it's the, it puts a lot of strain. It my just eyes wait. are deteriorating. I can barely read that Dave and Chuck sign. No, watch. <laughs> we better go <laughs> get, get, get some, blurry. get Uh-oh. some help. Yeah, yeah, no, you need to get some headaches. I hate yeah. that. So that could lead to your eye twitch then. If yeah. You have, yeah. If you're straining. Anyways, there you go. There's your eye twitch update for a Monday. And, uh, Thanks, Dave. Hopefully, hopefully it's keep us updated. And on any if any other body parts start twitching, <laughs> yeah, I will for sure. I'll <laughs> let you know. Got a twitching wiener. I looked yeah. it up. Whoa! I don't know what to do with it? Oh my gosh! <laughs> That's something we don't have together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. So, okay, I'm I'm hate to do this to you again because I did this to you on Friday, but. I made biscuits on the weekend just because I couldn't get that song out of my head. You oh, did? No. Dude, I literally so made. It's <laughs> so weird. I saw it on our, our um, Instagram yes. page, oh, yeah. you know, on, on the story or whatever. Yeah. And, I, and I liked it. I thought it was fun. It made me laugh, but I didn't think to make biscuits. <laughs> well, I, I did because it's in my, you know what, subliminally. Yeah. That's why, because I'm like grocery shopping and that's I'm like, hilarious. you know what I'll make for the kids for breakfast? Biscuits. Biscuit breakfast sandwiches. Wow. So I. 
Got the biscuits. <laughs> Did you sing the song yeah. going while you made the biscuits? That hunter sauce. So uh, they actually, the people behind that viral song, that it turns out it's years old, but it's just taken off because someone shared it on TikTok. They sat down with the TV station to talk about how crazy it is that it's taken off now. And here's an update on the Taste the Biscuit, folks. It's like a grumpy baby. I know. <laughs> well, if you haven't seen this yet, there's a song that's gone viral on TikTok called Taste the Biscuit. We need to taste the goodness of the biscuit. Taste the honey sauce. Taste the goodness of the biscuit with the honey sauce. To get that honey sauce on me, I don't like the way it tastes with my chicken wings. Well, we wanted to learn more about this song, so we tracked down the people in the video and found out the clip is from 2010. It's actually from a mockumentary called Chicken in the Shadows. It was written and directed by musician Vincent Gargiulo. I hope I pronounced that right. The pair singing is Tom Shaw and Estelle Piper, and all three of them join us this morning. Hey, nice to meet you. Hi. Good morning. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Sure. There's some weird sound during this interview. I don't know. Maybe it's happening through one of their computers or something. It sounds either like a robot baby. It's probably something to do with feedback with the Zoom call that they're on. But uh, here's just a bit of that. So Estelle and Tom, you're the stars of this clip, but I have to find out the origin. You created this, Vincent? You created these characters and wrote the song? Yes, I am fully responsible for that. And so, um, and so did this just started to go viral, or how did how did TikTok pick up on this all of a sudden? Um, it's gone viral a few times over the last ten years. It sounds like someone's um, drowning Mickey Mouse. I don't understand. This is the biggest that it's ever There's gone viral. Uh, someone just posted it on TikTok and. It exploded, and now it's like Biscuit Talk, which is like a cult. Dave's a part of now. I am a part of the Biscuit Cult. You're a Biscuit Cult guy. You fallen into the Biscuit Cult. Hey, if you have to be a part of one cult, a Biscuit Cult is flaky and delicious. I would never guess, though, that you'd fall victim to the Biscuit Cult. I did, Lisa. It's his one weakness. Biscuits. Flaky biscuits. Apparently. Yeah. Um... What's I'm king. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's king, queen. Yeah. What's interesting as the creator of this piece of, of film... Unfortunately, I don't think we'll be able to listen to I this. I don't think we this will. Is so yeah. bad. No, it's yeah. pretty bad. It's really, really bad. It's really bad. But anyway, I almost just... feel like they're trolling the news and they're doing that on purpose. <laughs> he wouldn't, it wouldn't shock me. No, this Vincent guy, maybe he is, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because he's behind this whole weird movie in the first place and... But yeah, yeah, that's the power of TikTok, right? It can take like a 12-year-old meme... Or something weird, mm-hmm. and then bring it around again and make yeah. it incredibly popular that people can't get out of their damn heads <laughs> to the point where they're making breakfast biscuits. She's not wrong about the honey sauce with chicken wings. <laughs> you, you, yeah, you, you side yeah, I don't that. want that honey sauce near my chicken wings. <laughs> no. Don't get that honey sauce on me. <laughs> yeah. That's what you say too when yeah. you go. Yep. I don't like, I, I, yeah, you're right. I don't really like sweet with my. No. I'm more of like a spicy. Yeah. spicy with chicken wings. Oh, I look like a honey barbecue. Oh, like, do you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like a honey barbecue. But not just plain old honey. Like Chuck will eat honey with his nuggets and stuff. Like, ooh, that's, that yeah. seems wrong to me. Mm-hmm. Although I will, I do like a honey garlic spare rib. Oh, that sounds awesome. From the, from the Chinese food delivery place. <laughs> they do honey garlic spare ribs. Oh, wow. So good, Jason. Let me tell you. It sounds good. Yeah, you got to get in on it. Yeah, that. I like the hot honey <laughs> stuff they got. 
I've messed with that a little bit. I have too. In fact, I tried this new hot honey. It's, I think it's Momofuku. Something like that. Yeah. Careful. Yeah. Good yeah. morning to you too. <laughs> yeah. But it's like Restaurant. hot honey with like hot chilies in it. Oh wow. Yeah. Delicious. Yeah. Chili crunch or something. Mm. I don't know what it is, but you just got me hungry now. Yeah. Like oh, we always do that. Hot honey chili crunch. Go taste the biscuit. <laughs> Enjoy it. <laughs> we made some weird eye contact. Well, I don't ever want to do that again. Well, he's more of a cornbread man. <laughs> Jason yeah, just stare you down, though. Like he, you know how some people, if it's awkward, you look away. Yeah, he will not. No. He'll just keep the stare. Well, you, <laughs> you turned, you turned and looked. I thought you, you know. Yeah, I said, taste the biscuit. And ha, ha, and you just went dead and stare at me. Yeah. Well, so I had to think how it made me feel for a little bit. <laughs> Tell me to taste the biscuit while looking into my eyes. Is Dave telling me to taste his biscuit? Yeah. No, see? Too weird. <laughs> grilled cheese might just be the ideal sandwich. After all, what's not to like? Everyone has their own grilled cheese recipe that they perfected, complete with specific cheeses, toppings, and seasonings. But, again, we go to TikTok here because this viral grilled cheese sandwich that they say is changing the grilled cheese game introduces some unexpected flavors. Besides his bread and cheese. <laughs> Listen, I haven't tried this. I do not think I'd ever be into it. But they add cinnamon and mayo to it. Gross. Why? And it's mm. really taken off. Now, we've heard the mayo thing before. Cinnamon A lot mayo. of people say that you can make the best grilled cheese by instead of putting butter on it, you put mayo on it, yeah. and then you grill it. Apparently, a lot of restaurants do that. But this also throws cinnamon in there. In this video that now has hundreds of thousands of likes, a chef shares how to make what he calls the perfect grilled cheese with the best cheese pull possible. I like the sound of a nice cheese pull. Cheese pull is sexy. <laughs> it is. There's something sexy about a cheese pull. You guys get turned on by the cheese pull? Cheese and biscuits. That what I'm learning? That's how easy it is. Some cheese and biscuits. <laughs> Women, stop yep. trying so hard. Oh my God, no ladies. Pull some cheese in yeah. front of us. Just pull some cheese, ladies. <laughs> That's all you need. Come on now. Ask Dave to taste the biscuit. <laughs> pull the cheese. Okay, here's what this guy Came saying. to the right place. Sourdough is the perfect grilled cheese bread because it toasts perfectly and it has tons of little holes for the cheese to melt into. I know we have some mayonnaise haters among us, but if you use mayonnaise on the inside of your grilled cheese, I promise you, you will be convinced that mayonnaise is the way. Add salt, pepper, garlic powder, cumin, turmeric, and cinnamon. I know cinnamon on a grilled cheese might sound crazy, but just trust me and do it. For the cheese, use Swiss, Parmesan, Munster, and Cheddar. The Swiss and Munster cheeses will give you a beautiful cheese pull, and the Parmesan and Cheddar add a little depth to the flavor of the cheese. Toast the outside of the sandwich using butter and olive oil. Cook it over a low heat until the cheese is melted and the bread is golden brown. And of course, the sandwich is not perfect without a perfect cheese pull, and I think we got it. Yeah, look at that sexy cheese pull. I'll tell you that cheese pull. <laughs> Uh, someone said, I've been using cinnamon on my grilled cheese my whole life, and it's amazing. My wife thinks I'm nuts, though. I've never tried it. Me neither. Would you actually pick up a hint of the cinnamon? Uh, like, if you, like, if we're watching this TikTok, it looked like he barely sprinkled the cinnamon on there. He just said he's putting cinnamon on. Yeah. yeah. That's a super fancy grilled cheese. Yeah. Not, right. You know, just like two pieces of white bread. Like a American Yeah, single. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's like artisan or something. That's yeah, like out know, of my the realm. The sourdough. I love sourdough I bread. Like sourdough. I like sourdough bread a lot. It's my favorite bread, and yeah. it's actually not bad for you, so it's, oh. it's good. We When we were away um, in the UK last year, there was this place that was known for the sourdough, and we tried it. And I guess their starter 
they've had for like 40 something years, right? Wow. So this starter, if they had dough, like the starter yeah, dough? Yeah, starter, so it's... the longer you have it, the more flavor they say it gives it, right? Oh. And this place had a 40 something year old wow. starter. Oh, wow. And it was incredible. It's quite the process. My trainer at the gym is now making sourdough bagels. And she's really into it. She took a class and she's, <laughs> so she wasn't there the other day. I went by myself and she's, uh, my motivation to go to the gym was to pick up the sourdough bagel. I was like, excuse me, That's do you have a package you. for me? That's the only reason I went. I would never go you to the gym on my own. That's funny. That's amazing. <laughs> she went to my gym to get a bagel. <laughs> she's like, well, it has nine grams of protein. I'm like, okay, cool. Right, whatever. whatever. I'll Is take it. Is it delicious? <laughs> it was. Was it? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, but it, the, she described the process of it and it's all involved she said that like four dollar bagels are like a um you know it's a deal really because yeah. just what goes into it wow huh. like one bagel costs four dollars yeah like well or whatever you know whatever a bagel shop will charge oh yeah, $3 okay. 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 yeah. whatever they charge you know she says that's a bargain wow uh so this guy uses sourdough as you heard there toasts on a pan covers it with mayo on the inside and then adds salt pepper garlic powder cumin turmeric and cinnamon and then uh, Parmesan, Munster, Swiss, and cheddar. Like that. This is like a twenty dollars yeah. sandwich yeah. by the time you're done with it. But people trying it on TikTok, their minds have been blown. Really? I mean, Munster do, does have like a nice cheese pull. Like I do like a nice melty Munster. Oh. I like Munster cheese. Yeah. I don't know if I'm, I'm really yeah, in the Munster game. You know. no. okay. I think it's a, I think it's a it's great right. cheese. What would you have Munster right. on? I don't want to get a big cheese debate here. Oh, like a sandwich. Going, a sandwich. Like a sandwich. Burger. <laughs> Turkey sandwich. Burger? Yeah. Munster on a burger is great. Okay. Yeah. All right. Just yeah, I don't have anything a lot. like specific, like it's great with ham or yeah, not. Right. Just like it, just in general, as a cheese for whatever, for making a turkey sandwich or... Like back in the day, we would always have Munster cheese around Thanksgiving time to make turkey sandwiches. That was... Mm. Oh, Munster cheese. Mm. I have memories of Oprah rolling into town years ago, and she caused a frenzy over some grilled cheese sandwich, I, but I don't know. I think I went and tried it somewhere near here. Oh, so like there's a place yeah, that it was really known gourmet. for their grilled cheese? I don't cheese. know if they're still doing it. Mm. Boy, yeah. everyone went Lisa nuts. Lisa Way's Oprah memory. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, I don't even have the full memory. It's been so long. Like, what happened? I but kind of remember Oprah <laughs> and a grilled cheese and you got to try Lisa. it. Calf, there's a... Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that still around that place? I have no Probably. idea. I think so. They use Havarti, Fontina, and fresh mozzarella in theirs. Oh, I've been to that place. Yeah, I figured maybe you had. I don't know if do they, they have still good, have the grilled I cheese. I went there. They have they have like a kick ass Bloody Mary. Mm. Nice. It was yeah. featured <laughs> in Oprah's Sandwich Showdown in June of two thousand eight. Wow. Yeah, I went. Two thousand eight. I never had their grilled cheese though. It looks like it's got tomato on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, damn, girl. <laughs> you got to try it, Andy. Next time you go, get that Bloody Mary and the Oprah yeah. grilled cheese. Yeah, yeah. That's all the whole Oprah experience. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show up. Hey, <laughs> hi, I'm here because Oprah sent me. <laughs> Can we videotape Andy Green's Oprah experience? Yep. Oh, that'd be hilarious. Oprah says you do a mean grilled cheese. <laughs> So I'm here to try your grilled cheese, because Oprah said. <laughs> Sandwich <reading>? showdown. <laughs> you reading that book that Oprah told you? I do. I get all her, what her favorite things. Yeah. I got all her favorite things. 
You're checking the box. I am. List. I'm a huge Oprah fan. Who would have known? <laughs> you got the nose bidet, too? Like a big burly dude going in there. It's from 2008. <laughs> Just get into the 2008. I've been going through all our favorite things from the beginning, all right? So now I'm just a 2008, so I'm here for your grilled cheese sandwich. Because Oprah said it's the goddamn best. And you get a grilled cheese, and you get a grilled cheese, yeah. and you get a grilled cheese. <laughs> He's got an Oprah t-shirt on. <laughs> what a weird thing to discover about uh, someone that they're obsessed with Oprah's favorite thing, exactly. thing, especially as a man. Yeah, yeah, yeah I do yeah, Oprah's weird. favorite things. <laughs> I do every time she recommends something, I get it. Oh, well, she great. had like cra- like she before Swifties were a thing. There were like yeah. were they Oprah yeah. heads? Yeah. What were they I, called? I don't know. What are Oprah fans called? I don't, I don't, called? I don't think they had moms. a name. It was before, yeah, people had a but name for things. Talk about cults. That's yeah. a cult. That's a cult. Or what? It was. It was. It's not. I don't know if it's as women solid bought everything now, Oprah um, told them to buy. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was nutty. She'd post that list, and things would sell out immediately. Remember, my girlfriend Power. bought one of those nose bidet things because she recommended using it. Like a nutty pot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Whatever I mean, the nose bidet. I mean, <laughs> we never called it that. We, we, we use it around the same time and yeah. had to give it up because of the brain eating thing. Brain eating amoebas will get you every Hope time. I'll tell you about those. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I have a feeling today is going to be a weird one. But, uh, yeah, so we'll uh, we'll tape Andy's Oprah tour for you and we'll uh, put that out online so everyone can follow along. With I'm this. here for the grilled cheese sandwich because Oprah said. So this one that Oprah loves, it has three cheeses, Havarti, Fontina, and mozzarella. Plus, they use sourdough bread yeah. and See? basil, tomatoes, mm. and the special ingredient... Andy, let's see if you like it. Honey. Yes. Oh. I like it. I think I'd be into oh, that. Oh, it's so good with a grilled cheese, honey. Yeah, it sounds like it's Woo. something I'd be into. <laughs> wow. Woo. You sound like Oprah. Like <laughs> Oprah over here. Woo. Honey. Woo. Get that honey sauce. <laughs> yeah, that's their special, although they've just revealed it, so it seems like it'd be easy to recreate. Yeah, it, well, I think I may have done it at home too. Oh, you tried after it? that? Yeah, I, I think I went there. I don't know. I don't. Apparently, I was in the cult of Oprah too. Isn't it just a <laughs> grilled tomato sandwich when you throw the tomato on there? No, did, no, no, James. Still no, grilled no, cheese. No, it's, okay. no, it's different. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I guess I'm just a grilled cheese purist. <laughs> yeah, maybe if like you want to throw people. a piece of salami in there, I'll, I can live with that. But you know what I like to do with sourdough? What I like what? to take the center out. I like to put it in a frying pan, and I like to put an egg in the middle of it. Oh, oh uh, know, eggs in a basket. Eggs like in a basket. Like in a hole or yeah. 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 something like that. <laughs> they call like it eggs in a basket. Hole. I think. I think the Irish call it like something like that. Maybe I that's a sausage. That. I don't know. What's a toad in the hole? What is your term? What is your? Oh, just eggs in a basket. Oh, that yeah, that's nice. Oh, toad in the hole is a traditional dish of sausages in put in pudding batter. Well, of course they do. Put pudding batter. Toad in a hole, right there. Yeah, but I don't know what uh, egg inside toast. Yeah, maybe that's it. Yep, that's. Oh, it, see, right. no, see, yeah, yeah, look, yeah, that's toad it. in a hole. Toad in a Whoa, hole. that's what I know it as too. Other popular names are egg in a basket, egg in a hole, egg in a hat. You get the idea. Yeah, 
Yeah, solid. So you take it out and you fry the bread in the pan with the egg. Yeah, you basically have a dippy egg in the center of a sourdough That's perfect, bread right? piece. It's all right there. Oh, delicious, delicious. Wait, there you go. All you need is an egg and some sourdough. Can you believe it? <laughs> a little bit of butter, I'm sure, right? You need some butter? <laughs> Rough morning. I got a doctor's appointment. I have to fast for it. Yeah, Andy's pitching on. his own no, cooking show. No, you do. Yeah. Right yeah. now, this yeah. is happening. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, it's fine. It's okay. It's okay. But I am getting so hungry right now. Uh-oh. Yeah. All right, we'll look out for... No, no, don't, no. Hey, White Oprah brought it up, so I don't know what you're saying. Pancakes and the the batter, whatever. (laughs) Biscuits and the gravy. Oh, all the rest of this stuff is about food. I'm sorry. No, 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 it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. And then I brought in food today, too. Oh, so much. I see. Looking at it. Pumpkin rolls and... Lots of sweet lime. Oh, is it key, is it a key lime cheesecake? Key lime pie, oh, key lime pie and okay. pumpkin cheesecake roll. What did you do? Did you have a party over the weekend? Oh, it was a, a little Amber birthday dinner, and there was all sorts of uh, oh, stuff left over. So nice. happy yeah. birthday to us! Yeah, yeah. there you go, yeah. little yeah. Amber. <laughs> okay, I get it. Like a little Amber, not little Amber, but it's like a little birthday, like dinner. a little birthday dinner yeah. for Amber. Yeah, just like, a little family. You call thing. it little Amber? No, I don't call it that. <laughs> <laughs> that's weird. No, that's weird. No. Hey, it's happy birthday, my little Amber. The State Fair of Texas is one of the biggest foodie events of the year like fair foodies bad foodies right not, that kind of thing uh, and they're uniquely fattering fattering fattening yeah, and mouth-watering array of food uh kicked off over the weekend and vendors got creative again this year some of the most unusual menu items at the dallas state fair of texas uh the big texan so that's fries Four tater tots, James. Good, good, good. Covered in cheese sauce. Mm. Then some smoked shredded brisket. Mm. Then some thick bacon. Yeah, nice and thick. And barbecue sauce. Yeah, sauce it up. <laughs> that sounds like it's too much. Mm, that I don't need just right. <laughs> I mean, it's. I love all the ingredients, mm-hmm. but I don't think I need them all together. together yeah. Right. Uh, in the butcher's block, they're selling mac and cheese topped with smoked biscuit, fried chicken. Candied bacon, jalapenos, and a sausage on the side. Also is known as the heart attack. <laughs> smoked brisket or, smoke, or smoked biscuit? Smoked brisket. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, deep fried candy pecan bacon bread pudding. Good is, God, that sounds awesome. Weird. So they take bread pudding, they fry it, they coat it in cinnamon sugar, they put candied pecans on top, chopped bacon, praline sauce, and a salted caramel bourbon sauce. Oh, wow. I think it would be good without the bacon. I think so, too. Yeah. We've talked about that. People like that that bacon explosion. they yeah. got to calm down with that. We don't need bacon on everything. Um, this one's interesting. Deep-fried Vietnamese coffee. Coffee-infused cake is rolled into a ball, battered and deep-fried, then dusted with powdered sugar. Sounds good. Yeah. Coffee I cake, like the coffee flavor. Coffee cake. They've got a fruity pebble pickle. Ooh, what? It's a large dill pickle. <laughs> this sounds disgusting. It's wrapped in a fruit roll-up. <laughs> what? And fruit by the foot. Then drizzled in sugar syrup. And then it's coated in fruity pebbles. That sounds disgusting. Absolutely yes. revolting. And then they've got deep fried sushi bombs. Also at the State Fair of Texas. It's sushi rice. Top with crab meat and salmon, then it's baked, then it's rolled in panko, and then it's deep fried. Wow. These 
these uh, fair foods are quite complicated to make. It sounds mm-hmm. well. They, every year they have to try and outdo yeah. themselves. I feel it's like fifty-seven steps, and then they deep fry it. Yeah, yep. always deep fry. It ends with yeah. deep fry every yeah, time. Yeah, which I'm I'm okay with that part. But holy cow, I would I'd, I'd hate to work at one of those food trucks. <laughs> I'd be mm-hmm. so angry. Oh, you can smell I, the the smell. I mean, fried food is amazing. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong, but I couldn't handle working yeah. with the smell of it. Yeah, all day long. That would make me quite ill. Um, Taco Bell is dishing up another treat for their plant-based customers. They brought back their fan favorite nacho fries the other day, but this mm-hmm. time they're offering vegan nacho sauce to dip them in. I thought I saw something about that. It's made from chickpeas and soy. Mm. I'll take the regular oh, chemical God. cheese. Thank you. <laughs> Going to be available for a limited time base beginning uh, October 12th, the vegan sauce. So the, the fries are back, but the vegan sauce comes in a couple of weeks, if, if that's it. Is that, do, does your lady dabble in vegan sauce? Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I, this sounds just like a hummus to me, right? If it's like a chickpea sort of thing. Well, chickpea and soy, but it's supposed to taste like nacho cheese. She so doesn't dabble in the yeah. Taco Bell game. No, she so doesn't. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> eating sauce. I mean, when's the last time you had Taco Bell, Jason? Was it when we went to that haunted boat? Still? Yeah. Okay. It was like eight years ago or something wow. like that. I don't really get down on fast food very much, but no. when I do, it's uh, yeah. it's uh, we stop. probably why you're 72 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know, a little bit heavier than that. Uh, I mean, I'm talking about eating this pumpkin cheesecake. You know, I don't. I don't be great. Well, you I just, that. I don't trust the... I don't know. There's something about it. I just don't. I feel like we've done so many stories on the show that I just can't get. So you're like the anti-chemical brother like James. No, I'll get down on chemicals. I think it's more so trust with the workers that are handling his food. If I I just had the choice between like an actual taco or a Taco Bell taco for the same price, I'm just going to go to the... The authentic place, you know, that's right. just how I've... You're trying to say developed. the Taco Bell's not authentic? Mm. Yes. Yes. <laughs> In so many words. Yes. yes. Yep. It's authentically been, delicious. been a year since McDonald's had its big farewell tour for the McRib. Well, guess what? It's coming back. The McRib's coming back to uh. McDonald's next month. Uh, this is so stupid. Why did they bother with this? They had uh, a huge deal, big PR event last year. That's it for the McRib. But the McDonald's says... They had so much incredible feedback. They've decided to bring it back. It's probably because sales were down, and they know like they need a Q4 banger. So they're like, bring back the McRib. All of our sales will be reunited. Uh, all they're saying is it won't be nationwide. A lot of locations are going to have it again this year, maybe even most of them, but not all. Someone leaked the news the other day. McDonald's denied it at first, but then over the weekend said, yeah, you're right. We're bringing it back. It's going to be back in participating markets next month for a limited time. It's the fattest cities in America will get the McRib. Yeah, they will. Yeah, they will. For sure they will. But they sell this. I mean, if you really wanted to make this, like, can it in most grocery stores, do they not sell a version of a McRib patty that you can buy? I like thought they the, did. the freezer section? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You can find. If you really wanted to do yeah. your own. It's not the same, though. They don't have the same smoky barbecue sauce. I'm sure you can find that, too. Or I'm sure you look. I found that. Anything you can find online, you know, yeah. like the recipe for McDonald's McRib sauce. You if can you find if you want to do all that it. work. <laughs> Googling stuff. <laughs> That's one thing. I'm with you, Jason. I would never eat a McRib. I've never had one. I had tried one once in my life and it was not from oh, this man. earth. It's life changing. I've had a couple of them. And <laughs> just the whole the texture, you know, I'm like, how did the they texture. make this? I mean, don't get me wrong. I love 
fast food, you know, spicy chicken sandwiches and beef and cheddar right. and all that. You know, I'll 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 do it, but it's just slowly gone down my yeah list. The McRib makes absolutely no sense. No, that's why it confused me, and yeah. I had to never ever try it again after that. He <laughs> mm-hmm. made me crave it. I know. I'm sure. I'm sure we I did. I was so sad one time. I ordered two McRibs. <laughs> Sounds like a hell of a night. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you get a large I was like, give me two. <laughs> and an apple pie. Make it a double. Yeah. Just stack them on there. Yep. Coming up, we're going to get to our first check of the news here. What went wrong for a guy who tried to expose sexual predators? Just how bad was the flooding in New York City? And how long did it take a woman to find a $25,000 hidden treasure? Let's find out. Checking in with the Morning Report. I'm Dave Hunter. It is time now for a check of the news. Well, I've heard about this guy several times through the years. He's this dude in Metro Detroit who gained notoriety for his unorthodox efforts to catch child predators. Like he himself would set up stings where he was pretending to be like an underage girl. So he was like chatting online with the, the with the pervs? Yes. Like, yeah, I'm 14. Yeah. Okay. Then he'd show okay. up to confront them. Oh, man. And then videotape the whole thing. So I'm all for destroying child predators, but the way he did it is the thing that a lot of people question. He should have had the police involved. You know, Mm -hmm. he should have went went about it the right way. Well, it took a dark-sided turn over the weekend as this guy confronted one of these alleged child predators and was shot to death. Oh, my gosh. Hampers carry guns, too, guys. You knew that always had to be a risk for this dude. But here's the story of what happened now from WDIV-TV. Take a listen. Yeah, Robert Lee had a reputation for tracking down these alleged predators. And tonight, friends and family gathered to remember him. Robert Lee was known for exposing those who troll teens online, using social media to pose as an underage girl luring in predators. I've caught 35, he'd be number 35 that I caught. This is from an interview we did with Lee last year, after he outed a sheriff's deputy for allegedly trying to solicit sex from a minor. That deputy was fired as a result. He kept going from there until last night when a confrontation cost him his life. Police say he confronted two men inside a Coney Island in Pontiac. Lee accused one of them of being a pedophile and punched him. In return, one of the men pulled out a knife, the other a gun, and shot Lee to death. At a vigil outside the restaurant, friends and family mourned his death. We're going to honor his memory. Um, we're here to show support and show that... You know, everything he did was not for nothing. We're here to show that he really made an impact on the community. From the get, police have called Lee's work well-intentioned, but dangerous. We know he has good intentions from this, um, and we've actually suggested to this individual multiple times, this is really dangerous, and here's some of the problems and pitfalls with doing this. And um, tragically, it played out that way. Two men were arrested today in connection to the killing. Police say the suspected shooter is 17 years old and the other man is 18. Reporting live tonight, Jacqueline Francis, Local 4. Did they share what his name is, like the the nickname he goes by? Because I like his nickname. 
Uh, Bupak Shakur? Yeah. Yeah, no. Bupak uh, Shakur. They did not share it in the story, but yeah, that's what he goes by on social media, Bupak Shakur. And he would often pose as a 15-year-old girl to try and out these predators. But and that's ballsy. That's ballsy stuff. To it's crazy ballsy. To confront them face-to-face like that. There's another guy around our area who does that, too, that I've watched some stuff like through YouTube. He posted up, and I always feel the same way. Like, man... Like, Chris Hansen's got, like, a whole squad with him when he does it. Yeah, you know what right. I mean? Like, yeah. he's got yeah. backup. The and, yeah, like, a whole yeah. squad. And you're just... Yeah, so that's that way, when he's like, like, have some tea, yeah. and the guy just pulls out guns, he's going to be safe. Yeah. yeah, this guy, obviously, I don't know if he rolled with a bunch of people or not, or... Yeah. But, it but I mean, just to go that into that, a Coney Island, and that's a pretty tough city to go yeah, into a Coney Island and just punch somebody in the face. Yeah. Yeah, and you don't involve the police. So what's what's the end game for you? You know, did he end up getting people arrested and things like? Well, little- I know people lost jobs because of it and stuff, but I don't know if any of them actually led to. And, and maybe they did. I haven't really researched the guy that much. I don't know if it actually led to any predators. Because he, he just said thirty five. He would have been his thirty fifth. It got caught, but you don't know if that means he was put in jail or, or he just outed them on social yeah. media, right? Because if that's the case, then it's not doing anything, really. Embarrassing the people, maybe, affecting their life. But if they're not facing any charges, then I don't know. But really craziness that it ended that way for that guy who, as I said, his intentions were good. I don't know if you saw any of the footage out of New York City, but man, oh man, they got like two months worth of rain in a day. Oh, man. And they had massive flooding and issues to deal with there. Here's the latest on that now from ABC News. This morning, New Yorkers drying out after a dangerous deluge left many areas underwater from record-breaking rain. Over the last 24 hours, unrelenting rain turning roads into rivers, cars stranded as people flee for dry ground. And millions of New Yorkers urged to shelter in place. In New Jersey, a state of emergency. Flood water swamping roads, making travel dangerous and nearly impossible. In Fairfield, watches a firefighter hoist a driver over his shoulders, rescuing him from the stranded car in the middle of a flooded street. One of at least 18 rescues throughout the region. In New York, states of emergency in New York City and the Hudson Valley. One of the Big Apple's wettest days on record, with more than half a foot of rain falling. The NYPD sharing video of this sea lion that escaped from its enclosure due to the flooding, but returned without leaving the zoo. The torrential downpour sending water cascading down stairs at subway stations. The system coming to a complete halt as rain poured through openings and cracks. This video showing water shooting out of the wall at the 7th Avenue subway station in Manhattan. Get off my head. Riders on this city bus in a panic as water surges inside. Drivers abandoning their cars on the FDR highway on Manhattan's east side. At the city's LaGuardia airport, one terminal shut down as waters rise. More than 1,000 flights canceled or delayed. Hard-hit Brooklyn, receiving nearly a month's worth of rain in just a few hours. Vehicles plowing through flooded roads and floating trash. A whirlpool forming over a storm drain. Brooklyn's 4th Avenue looking like a lake. SUVs creating waves as drivers test their luck despite the dangerous conditions. 
And you know what's wild about all this? As we see the ramifications of climate change persist, events like this will be more frequent. So let's see what we ended with here. So at JFK Airport, they saw 8.6 inches of rain. That The grossest oh. thing I saw was some people coming out of the subway. And so this is like subway water. Oh, right. yeah, gross. Oh. Disgusting. There was rats swimming beside her, and she's Ugh. just walking her way out of the oh. subway. I'm like, what is in that water? You don't want to know. <laughs> oh, so dirty. That's insane. I never thought I'd see something like that in no. New York. And, and, and people were riding on one of the subways when it started to fill up with water, too. Oh, my gosh. Like, they were stuck in in the middle Yikes. of a that tunnel That would be terrifying, because then I would just think, like, the, the tunnels are yep. getting flooded with right. water. yes. We're going to have to get out and try to walk. Really scary moments. Meantime, uh, this guy from Florida, uh, he decided to go out with his kid, and he got trapped under a 200-pound rock in New Jersey. Had to call in, uh, luckily, his kid, I believe, got some help, and they called in a fire rescue crew. Here's that story from NBC4 in New York. He was in this cold water for probably close to an hour. Devereux Fire Chief John McLaughlin was the first on scene. A man stuck in a muddy brook pinned under a 200-pound rock. He was trapped from his between his kneecap and his ankle on the top of his shin is where the rock was. So his foot was straight up. The rock was here. And then he just he couldn't move it. The man, who the chief believes is from Florida, was with a young child who ran to get help. I'm told he, he ran out to the road and started yelling for help. And someone out there heard him yelling and called 911. Right there is where the guy was, was trapped. McLaughlin had to use an online map to show us where the man was rescued. This image is from 2023. And that's right where he was trapped. That's right where he was trapped. Uh, maybe it was that little one there. It even appears to show the boulder that trapped him. Investigators say the area is a dried up lake near the high school. The weekend washout making conditions even worse. He was very upset. Uh, he was starting to shake. He did, I believe, get into hypothermia and shock. Rescuers racing against the clock. But the team of first responders were eventually able to dig his foot out and free him. It was about a 1,500 foot setback too. So once we got him out of the water, we had another issue of getting him out of an old lake up a damn wall and then out to the road in pouring rain. There's a lot of challenges. And this is a low frequency, high risk type of call that we have. You know, we're, we're a volunteer department. Uh, we get 350 calls a year and they're basically structural calls, car accident things. I couldn't be prouder of the guys and the, 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 the men and women that came and did what they did that day. What they don't say is how the hell the guy got stuck under it. Yeah, yeah that's what I don't understand. Yeah. What was he doing out there with his kid? To get stuck under a rock. would fall on your leg into where you can't get out of the way. <laughs> yeah, good question. Really bizarre. Uh, Lisa, you may relate to this. Hopefully you're never in this situation. But a woman in Blackstone, Massachusetts, out walking her dogs the other day. One of the dogs slipped and fell into a ravine. So she, of course, went in to rescue her dog. And then she got stuck oh boy. in a ravine. That's a bad day. It's <laughs> a bad day. Very bad. Here's that story now from WPRI. A turn. Up on the leg. Hands up the leg. Dodging roots, rocks, and a steep slope, members of the North Smithfield Fire Department join crews from Massachusetts as they pull a woman to safety after rescuing her from a ravine in the Blackstone Gorge. Whoa. Nice and easy. Stop. Stop. The woman is married to this man. He asked that we not use his name, but said we could use his words to share his wife's story. She was walking the dog. She looked away. 
dog pretty much. Uh, she went searching for her afterwards. She found the dog uh, pretty much at the bottom of the ravine. So then she jumped down into the bottom of the ravine to try to get her out. But then she got stuck and needed help herself. She was able to access her phone, so she called her mom, who called nine. Lisa, imagine you're on the news. <laughs> no, that's one of my worst nightmares. In I've said that before. Hat, yeah, you know, and they're pulling you but up. Why do they have to pull ravine? her up? Did she injure herself? I don't know. She must Did have she back her. She got stuck. I don't know. You just went she down and rescued the dog. You she just couldn't make it back up. I think. But the dogs made it back up. They're like, ma'am, we're going to strap you to this board and pull you out of here. <laughs> pull you out of here. Like, oh, but my legs are fine. And put the whole thing on the news. Yeah, my legs are fine. I can one, walk. One. And that prompted what first responders a high-angle rope rescue. Both she and her colleague, Dolly, are safe. Thank you. A lot of thank you. Yeah, yeah, they were awesome. They were quick. Yeah, certainly lots to be thankful for. The woman only suffered some bruising and a minor leg injury. We're told that Dolly the collie, well, she was not badly hurt either. That's yeah. embarrassing. Don't yeah. be embarrassing. You got to be pulled up on a stretcher, strapped to a stretcher. <laughs> hey, did you guys see the news? Lisa was pulled out of a ravine <laughs> on a stretcher. No, that'd be Douglas walked right out of the ravine, money. no problem. But they had Lisa strapped to it like a table. <laughs> and they pulled her out like like a mm. magnet fisherman. Embarrassing. Yeah. For that poor lady just taking her dogs out for a walk. Uh, roundabouts. Traffic circles, whatever you want to call them, they are really taken off across the U.S. And we found when they installed them in some place new, they confused people a lot. And they've led to some deadly moments on the rows. But when people get used to them, they actually reduce crash fatality rates and serious injuries. And so that's why they're taking off and more and more cities are going with these. Uh, the latest... Uh, they've added a bunch of them in Mississippi, and here's that story from NBC News. Some call this a traffic circle. Maybe you know it is a rotary. Oh my God, you really do love roundabouts. I love a roundabout. <laughs> no matter what you call them, in Oxford, Mississippi, you can't miss them. You're no. never too far away. You're from just the next never roundabout. too far from the next roundabout. And that's just the way she likes it. Mayor Robin Tannehill took us driving in circles in what she calls the roundabout capital of the South. I hear you have a nickname. I do have a nickname. Roundabout Robin. In Europe, roundabouts are everywhere. Here in the U.S., they're not that common, but they are on the rise. This college town in Mississippi has built 21 new traffic circles in six years. This is one of 34 roundabouts in the area, but the city of Oxford is not the only city going all in on roundabouts. Bend, Oregon has almost 50, Lincoln, Nebraska has more than 75, and Carmel, Indiana has around 140. Studies show roundabouts drive down serious injury and fatal crash rates by 90%. Drivers are forced to slow down. And there are fewer conflict points for vehicles, saving lives and maybe saving time. Marvin King has a front row seat. How much of a difference has it made in your daily life? Oh, right here, this would have taken forever because it would have been a slow stop. Bye, Franny. Have a great day. Dropping off his kids at school, the Oxford she father lives him. what studies also show. <laughs> Those circles are cutting his commute. Throughout the course of a week... You know, I'm probably saving 30 or 40 minutes. But with growth comes growing pains. A new roundabout near Orlando, Florida, opened a second lane last summer and saw 131 crashes since. Officials there say as more drivers have gotten used to it, the numbers have gone down. 
And even in the so-called roundabout capital of the South... Usually I yell at them in my car thinking that they can hear me. Not everyone is along for the ride. Do not like them one bit. I hate them. Like them or not, they're here to stay with more on the way. I have gotten calls from other mayors, you know, saying, okay, we're thinking about a roundabout. And this mayor hopes her corner of the South... A roundabout is a great solution in Oxford, Mississippi. Can be a roadmap to the future. I love a roundabout. I do too. I'm team roundabout. I don't mind them. I just, I don't trust the other drivers on them. That's my problem with them is the other people that are... Like, like they don't know how to stay in a lane or they're going to cut across the lane to get where I'm trying to turn. Like, that's my issue. Like, I see good from them, but oh my God, do I not trust a single <laughs> other driver on a roundabout other than myself. Yeah, if you're at a place where people aren't used to them, I, I totally get that. Um, but if there are places where they've been around a while, it does speed up. You know, so they save so much time. Yeah, they put some in at some really bad intersections near me, and it's uh, I love them. I love the fact they're there. Well, uh, Chuck not here today, but uh, we'll have to let him know that he can play the Powerball again. It climbed to an estimated one point zero four billion. Oh wow! After no one beat the immense odds and won the giant prize, the numbers drawn on Saturday night did not click with anyone. And so that's how it jumped up to $1.04 billion for the next draw tonight. If you choose the cash payout, you get $478 million. If you choose to take it over 30 years, then you get the whole $1.04 billion. It's crazy to just pull the trigger and get it all now. You get less than half. Mm. Right. Less than half. But that's still a hell of yeah, a lot of money. plenty to live on you for have a while. But. A hard time trying to spend all that for sure. Right. We did a story last week about an IHOP waiter who got a $1,300 tip. That, of course, was amazing. But they kicked it up a notch in this next story. A group of friends had dinner at a Mexican place in Salt Lake City. They left a $10,000 tip. WCAX with that story. Running a successful restaurant is no easy feat. But for Alfonso Brito, it's a challenge he's taken in stride. When we move to America, we have nothing to our names. We have $20 in our packets. And uh, we start working in the restaurant business as a dishwasher. (laughs) After years of moving up in the kitchen, Alfonso and his wife opened this Mexican restaurant, Monarca, in 2021. On Friday night, a regular customer with a group of about 20 friends. They were about to leave. They said, hey, Alfonso, can you come with your crew? We want to thank you because we have a great time. And I said, of course. He rounded up his staff and got a surprise of a lifetime. He just pulled out of his pocket $10,000 in one hundreds. Just such a cool experience to be able to give back a little bit. Nikisha and Steven's friends have been giving out $1,000 tips to deserving restaurants. A little over 20 times, I think is the number now that we've actually done. They say Friday night they were able to band together a $10,000 tip to split between restaurant employees just because. To see the tears coming down our waiter's face and how he was just 
full of gratitude. It was so cool. We have an amazing team. We have a great cooks, cocineros. We have a great server. So every person and our team is important. An opportunity for Alfonso to recognize his staff, one he'll always be grateful for. It makes this world really uh, a good place, you know, because we have these amazing people around. So the waiter, they made sure their waiter got $2,000 worth of that tip. And then the other eight grand was split, split. between the rest of the staff. Is this going to be like the new pay it forward type thing or whatever the, you know. Everybody's um, doing it. Like yeah. A bunch of groups it's, start developing. I'm so, fine with that because they're yeah. not asking you and I to, you know, hey, yeah. you should also tip $10,000. They're just doing it on their own, right? And uh, hopefully picking people that actually need the help. And one more here. An Iowa woman. She decided to do one of those hidden treasure searches. You know, we've done a couple of these stories through the years. Some rich guys decide they're going to hide something yeah, in the middle of the desert or somewhere. And then whoever finds it first wins. They leave clues. Well, this woman devoted a lot of time. 51 days she spent wow. looking <laughs> for this hidden treasure. And she actually got it. Normally we think it could all just be a scam. There might not be anything there, but in this case, it turns out there was $25,000 hidden. And here's her story. I found the treasure. It's right here. Tears of joy after this woman makes a remarkable discovery. A hidden treasure buried in the Utah wilderness. I'm sore. Real sore. Chelsea Gata's grueling search spanned 51 days. At one point, she was ready to give up. I'm covered in scratches. And had actually started her drive back home to Iowa. I had a gut feeling. I just, I couldn't go home empty-handed. So she decided to head back. The treasure had been buried by these guys, businessmen John Maxim and David Klein. And I just woke up one day and I was like, wow, it would be so cool to do a treasure hunt. They hid clues to its location in a poem they posted online, riddled with pop culture clues, like this subtle reference to Twin Pines Mall from the movie Back to the Future. Can you meet me at Twin Pines Mall tonight at 1.15? A needle in a haystack. The amount of pine trees around here, once I got up here, was like, this is impossible. Another clue. Around what points towards heaven but is upside down. That matched an upside down church she found on this hiking map. I was able to pull up all trails, zoom out, and then that's when I saw the figure of the upside down church. My main focus was get on that trail and then, you know, follow clues from there. Over the river and through the woods, she searched. Here it is. <laughs> it's right here. <laughs> oh, my God. Ending her journey with this moment of victory. A treasure chest inside $25,000. Nice work. Thanks, guys. The big message? You have faith in yourself. You can do anything. Woo! I love pushing myself to the limits. I love being outdoors. I love great challenge. How long was that lady? 51 days. 51 days. <laughs> a month and a half. <laughs> Almost died. For like 25 grand. To me, okay, listen, that's a lot of money. It is. But yeah. I don't know if it's worth 51 days of yeah, my life. Yeah, 51 days of 51 grueling. probably horrible days, right? <laughs> yeah. Not fun, not great, just... Reading a poem, you're like, what do they mean? <laughs> what do they mean? <laughs> My eye twitch would be out of control. I'd be so stressed out with that. Watching Back to the Future, trying to get clues from the movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> Twin Pines Mall. Uh, and how many other people are out there you don't even know? Mm -hmm. How many people yeah. are looking for it, too, that are trying to beat you? But she was the lucky one, and she got it.
after 51 days out there. I probably wouldn't have went to the news because now they know you got 25 grand. Check your taxes. Make sure you're writing that down. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm jealous. I've spent 51 days basically out there walking around for nothing, you know? <laughs> yeah, 25 grand. It's for love, for Jason. It. Yeah. For your lady love. Spent three years just getting scratches and bug bites. <laughs> nothing and to show no for. No big it. reward. All right, coming up when we return, Celebrity Dirt and Sports News on the way next. Has there finally been an arrest in an almost 30 year old celebrity murder case? Has the sphere in Vegas changed the concert game? And which former child star is making bank on Playboy.com? We'll get to that and more when we return on Dave and Chuck the Freak. Previously on Dave and Chuck the Freak. A woman escaped a bear attack by punching it in the face. This woman didn't see it coming as she was letting her dog out, so she couldn't make herself big or clap her hands or yell at the bear or wave her arms like all those things they usually tell you to do. They say, though, this woman did the exact right thing. Punch it? Yeah, they do need Washington to have, like, a list of stuff to do. I feel like there are people who are like, play dead, they say all these things, and then they, a bunch of people pick that up as information to apply. I, I agree. I can forget. Could you scream to your phone like if I said right now, hey, Siri, what should I do during a bear attack. You're going to ask Siri for advice while uh, it's happening? Stand your ground, but slowly wave your arms. Help the bear recognize you as a human. It may come closer to get a better look or smell. It's not helping. Wait, repeat that again? I didn't quite hear it all. Yeah, yeah, too late. <laughs> then the bear asks it, Siri. Yeah. Hey, Siri, how should I kill this human? All them, scalp first. Rip their body to shreds. <laughs> those things of pain. Thanks. Make sure to enjoy the genitals. Soft <laughs> delicacy of the human. Oh, I plan to eat those first. Oh, I guess you can't. I thought, well, that's what I'll just do. I'll just hit Siri. It's Dave and Chuck the Freak. Backstagecountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Lainey Wilson is on a roll. She's delivering great music and teaming up with some of country's hottest acts. Text Lainey to 45911 to see which four Lainey Wilson collabs have us talking at BackstageCountry.com. Text Lainey to 45911 to get a link to the list sent right to your phone from BackstageCountry.com. BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Award-winning movies often have incredible soundtracks, and many of those have gone on to become country gold. We've picked our top five country songs that have been nominated for an Oscar. Text Oscar to 45911 to see if your favorite made the list on BackstageCountry.com. Text Oscar to 45911, and we'll send the link straight to your phone. Dave and Chuck the Freak. Hey there. What's going on on this Monday? It is the second day of October, and you're with Dave and Chuck the Freak. Chuck the Freak is out today. We're hoping to have him back with us tomorrow but we will see about that and on the way we've got some celebrity dirt and sports news to get to next coming up has there finally been an arrest in an almost 30 year old celebrity murder case also coming up has the sphere in vegas just changed the concert game forever and which former child star is making bank on playboy.com that is all coming up here on Dave and Chuck the Freak. First, though, yeah, you know where we have to start. I know people will hate this. 
judging from text messages we've had over the past week. But yes, Taylor Swift <sighs> was at the game yesterday. Yeah, she was. As we get to some sports news, Taylor Swift was in the box at MetLife Stadium to watch Travis Kelsey and the Chiefs take on the New York Jets. And this time she brought a posse with her, including <laughs> Ryan Reynolds, His Hugh wife. Jackman. Ryan's wife, Blake Lively, Sophie Turner, actress Sabrina Carpenter, all sorts of people. I thought... It's a cooler posse than I was expecting. I, yeah. I couldn't I mean, believe Ryan it. Reynolds. I just saw the pictures first before seeing the story. I'm like, is that freaking Ryan Reynolds? <laughs> Him and Yeah, she's friends with Blake, so... So I guess that explains it. Yeah. And then Hugh Jackman and... I don't know what Hugh Jackman is. He, well, he's friends <laughs> with Ryan Reynolds. He's oh, with Ryan okay, Reynolds. okay, he's okay. Filming Deadpool and the Wolverine movie I see. Or it was so weird. I was watching the game, and then they were going to commercials. So, like, they're doing whatever, going to commercial, and then all of a sudden they just flashed to the box just to show Taylor Swift, and then they went to commercial. <laughs> That's, like, the weirdest, like, kind of okay, way. cool, you know? Yeah. But, like, right before we go to commercial, make sure you get a shot of Taylor. Yeah, of course. Or Caesar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, they're strange. loving it. Ratings must be through the roof, right? They were for the game she was at last week. I don't think they've released ratings for this week yet, but you know it had to be high. The Chiefs barely held on to win, and Kelsey really didn't have his best game. That might have something to do with Taylor weakening his legs because he was spotted leaving her apartment about 11 o'clock in the morning Ooh. on Sunday. So, for though, either there, if this is. All a ruse. They're doing it incredibly well. Yeah. The footage of, is just of his ass leaving a building. I guess that's it. <laughs> no. It's just constantly it's loops onto his butt. Yep. There you go. He's got a pretty nice butt. Well, he spent the night at her New York City apartment, which, of course, was surrounded by paparazzi. I wonder of what they course. did all night. I wonder. Probably play board games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure that's it. <laughs> And then he left about 11 o'clock Sunday morning. But Taylor Swift is so powerful, she can. she's just friends with Deadpool and Wolverine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Unexpected. I mean, I didn't know the connection. I didn't know she was friends with Blake Lively. So, I mean, yeah. not, it explains no, it, but it's still but... nuts. You just don't expect to see all these people together. Who's loving it? I'm sure the NFL. Oh, yeah. Sure. The attention this has brought to the game over the past couple of weeks, good or bad. I know some people hate it. Um, nonetheless, it's it's bringing eyes to the games that wouldn't have been there. Did anyone see any of that animated nope. game they did? No, no, I totally forgot about no. it. Nope. I just wa- I didn't watch it live, but I just saw some of the highlights, you know, on uh, Twitter of the. And it, the only thing I'll say is they did side by sides of what was happening in the game compared to the live Toy Story animation. It was almost identical. Wow. So whatever technology they're using to instantly animate something. So were there different Toy Story characters as like quarterbacks? Was like Woody the quarterback for one team? Not, Buzz not the what other, I saw. Or? It was in the Toy Story world. Okay, but there were just little football, like players, football players, animated football players. Okay, they, no one was playing. You know, like Jesse and Woody and I was gonna say, Buzz like, Lightyear. Do you take like the stars of your team and you give them like the characters, like the big name characters from the movie? Yeah, I didn't. Not as again, not as far as mm-hmm. I saw. But uh, I thought, in the as I said, in the side-by-sides, it looked like it was pretty cool how they did it. So they're just like in the Toy Story world, right? Gotcha. <laughs> so 
So there, this is it. This is one of the comparisons I saw. So up top is the live game, mm-hmm. and then down at the bottom okay. is the. the so it's like you're watching somebody play a yeah. video game, but it's just real. Hand off. That's play action to Travis Etienne. Lawrence feels pressure. He can scramble, and he does. And the quarterback has a lot of yardage across midfield. The heavy set. Hmm. Pretty damn. It's kind of neat. Close, right? Like if I, was, if I wanted to get my son into football, you know, I might put that game on. Right. I don't know any other reason why you'd watch mm-hmm. it, though. No. Because it, it's a nice little gimmick, but I don't know who really actually paid attention to it. There's being outclassed, and then there's Europe's dominance, dominance over the U.S. in Ryder Cup competition. Uh, the Europeans jumped out to a 4 nothing lead in Friday's opening session and never looked black, back. The Americans now have lost seven straight Ryder Cups played outside the U.S. They've dropped eight out of 11 overall. They haven't won across the pond since 1993, a humiliating stretch of 30 years without a victory for the U.S. One area that's going to be examined is the U.S. team's preparations for the Ryder Cup. Nine of the 12 players haven't played since late August and took five weeks off before arriving in Italy. But each of the 12 players on the European team all competed just a couple of weeks ago and were in apparently top shape for this. The Americans will have to wait two years to get another shot at the Europeans. Uh, September 2025 is the next Ryder Cup competition. Ryder Cup, is that soccer? Golf. That's golf. Okay. I don't know. I'm just like, Ryder Cup. (laughs) Is it a team? Is it a golf team? Yeah, it's the U.S. versus the European. Okay. That seems like high school stuff. Nope, nope. Professional sports. Wow. <laughs> That's what they do. And a group of old guys, 60 baseball lovers, came together to play the world's longest baseball game. They played for over 100 hours. Probably not the best thing for old guys to be doing, but here's the story from Fox 4. Slow and steady wins the race. That's the only way you get to the end. And 100 hours of nonstop baseball finally came to an end Monday morning. Oh, I wonder what that weird background was, but it's in the video. I thought one of you guys was talking in a really weird tone. I looked over at Jason. I'm like, is he having a meltdown? No, is he's talking okay? to himself in there. I hate this show. I don't know. Yeah, I'm singing the same way. Look at me. Okay, then it's in the video. Okay, all right. I'm going to deep dive on something else here. Okay. And 100 hours of nonstop baseball Mm -hmm. finally came to an end Monday morning. I mean, that's the (laughs) bucket thing is, raising the money we were after. Two teams made up of roughly 60 players beat the world record for the longest baseball game in history. During the five-day game, the Endless Game Foundation raised money for seven charities. Those included Operation Breakthrough and Veterans Community Project. Like last night when we broke the record, just that that feeling, everybody was out here, and it was just such a great community moment. And I think, you know, then having that plaque up there on the press box here, you know, people are going to see that and say, they really did that. The two teams of 30 rotated in shifts. The foundation also had 50 scorekeepers and 75 umpires. And the ending score was 468 to 307. The original record that these guys broke today was playing baseball for 83 hours and 13 minutes. Tia Johnson, Fox 4, working for you. Cool, I guess. Yeah. It's cool they did it for charity. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, a good cause, right? Yeah. But now the officially the world's longest baseball game on record. All right, moving on to some celebrity dirt right now, and it's hard to believe it's taken this long. 
but uh, Tupac Shakur's murder, someone has finally been charged. Wow. <laughs> and the dude they got, of course, it's been so long, he's now 60. Yeah. Whoa. Because it's been almost 30 years since this happened. Does he remember, does he remember committing the crime? I don't know. He may not. <laughs> Here's the update on the story now. Take a listen. An arrest has been made in connection with the shooting death of Tupac Shakur. The rapper's 1996 murder from a drive-by shooting has remained unsolved for nearly 30 years. Dwayne Kefe D. Davis has been indicted for murder, according to the Associated Press. Davis shared in a memoir entitled Compton Street Legend that he was in the Cadillac where the gunfire came from. The New York Post reports six-time Grammy-nominated Tupac was 25 years old at the time of his death. Yeah, I'm, I, I like to think I'm, rebel, I'm revolutionary. He's considered one of the most influential rappers of all time. Honor and welcome to the Hollywood Walk of Fame, Tupac Shakur! This past summer, he was posthumously honored with the star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. This is it. So the dude, if you missed it there, Dwayne Davis was arrested while he was walking near his home in Vegas Friday. Police described him as the shot caller in the murder, but not the actual gunman. You remember a few months ago, cops raided his house. We talked about that then, but they haven't said how that affected their decision to charge him. He's admitted in the past that he provided the gun that was used in the shooting. And he has now been charged with one count of murder with a deadly weapon with a sentencing enhancement for gang activity that could add 20 years onto whatever time he gets. But as I said, he's now 60 years old. Hmm. Probably should not expect any more arrests, though. As one former investigator puts it, all the other people involved are already dead. This guy is literally the last man standing among all the people that conspired to kill Tupac. I never thought they'd make an arrest in this case. No, yeah, me neither. Once it goes X amount of years, yeah, you figure, okay, it. it's it's yeah. done. They have they haven't been able to do it so far. It's over. But yeah, almost thirty years. They still don't know who killed Notorious B.I.G. either, right? Not as far as I know. I wonder if that's going to be the next case to get cracked. Maybe. Yeah, if they finally they got Tupac. Because I thought before, this is such a long time ago. I was in junior high when this was going down. Because um, I thought the Tupac murder was possibly a response to the Notorious or vice versa. I forgot who got shot first. But I thought they at some point they thought they were all kind of related between like the, the different rap groups, the different East Coast, West Coast rap stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I wasn't. Really, all in. MC Mayo, we got any info on that? <laughs> no, I, I, uh, unfortunately, I don't. No. I, I mean, I, the the beef is like Tupac got shot in New York in an elevator, and he thought it was Biggie and like Puff Daddy, Puff Daddy? and all that. Yeah. And then there was a response, and then he got shot, and then Biggie died after Tupac got shot. Right. But I don't know if this guy knows. But I heard that this guy's been talking about it on podcasts for years and years. Really? And like they didn't arrest him because they wanted him to just keep giving. Accounts of it, yeah, and like the more that he revealed about it, then it was like hard to deny, you know, like that his. Oh, I just made up the story. I wanted to make it up. You know, it's like, oh, well, you've been spewing this stuff for decades on podcasts. It's pretty obvious to corroborate. So I guess there's no statute of limitations. Well, not a murder, right? Like you can. Thirty years later, they can still Mm -hmm. get you. Pretty bold to go on podcasts and just talk about it. You really thought he wouldn't be arrested, I guess. I guess, yeah. When it goes a certain amount of time, I guess you just get cocky with it, right?
Well, Britney Spears wants the cops to apologize for conducting a welfare check on her. Or we told you last week after she did that video where she was dancing with knives, a bunch of people called the cops to say they were worried about her mental condition and thought that someone should check on her. And they actually did. Well, it turns out it was, I guess, one of the people that called was a former police officer or something. So maybe that's why they took it seriously. But of course, now Brittany has taken to Instagram to talk about this and uh this is what she said she, in she a talks post or here. she just dances well no she's not dancing she just put a post up she said so unacceptable for cops to listen to random fans and come into my home unwarranted jesus christ can i make calls and make others feel threatened in your home the officers came to my house and said they wouldn't leave until they spoke to me as people did four minute four minute performances with knives i am getting an apology I've been bullied in my home for so long now. It's enough. Don't talk about it. Come on. Let's do it. As my mom does the silent treatment when paparazzi ask questions about her own daughter as if I'm in the wrong. Nope. It's an old game. People need to be responsible for their actions. It's about power for cops. Yeah, so she's mad at her mom for not sticking up for her because the paparazzi, I guess, asked her mom, what do you think about her dances with knives? Oh. And she didn't say anything. What was what mom supposed to say? To say? Yeah. Yeah. It was a beautiful dance. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong with it at all. Well, Brittany's been dancing with nice for years. I think she'll have a very promising career at Benihana. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't know what you would say. I what would you just, say if that's your kid, right? There's just no know. winning with Brittany. You just yeah. can't. What positive thing could you add to that? Well, I'm, I'm happy that she's expressing herself online, but <laughs> I'm hoping she's not going to cut herself with those knives. There's nothing I think she could have said that would have been. Nope taken the right way uh, apparently pete davidson is a real horrible driver really? he has some issues yeah he crashed the side in the way he crashed the side of his car after leaving his stand-up comedy show in los angeles over the weekend now he already had to enter an 18-month diversion program following a reckless driving charge when he ran into the house when he ran into the house but when he left this club about 10 o'clock saturday night Eyewitnesses saw him swipe his car against the side of a wall exiting the venue here. I can't play the audio because someone's like, oh, hmm, that's Pete Davidson. You see the damage. Oh, you saw the damage whoa. there. He was driving? He was driving. Maybe get a smaller car, Mr. He needs Davidson. to get a driver is what he needs. Absolutely, he does. There's oh, photos yeah, of him in the driver's seat. Have the other guy drive. Somebody else. It's yeah. a black GMC SUV. Another man in the passenger seat. Three people in the back seat. And they clearly show several <laughs> scrape marks along the side of the vehicle um, from the middle door to the beginning of the back wheel there. Uh, the source says that onlookers didn't realize it was him until he actually got out of the car. In one of the photos, he's holding a cigarette in his hand. And he kind of held a hand up to his face to attempt the paparazzi from not getting a picture of him, but that. Did not work. He misjudged that one. Yeah, he definitely did. I don't know if that's going to lead to more trouble. I don't know because that I mean, eighteen he just months diversion up a wall, right? So yeah, as long as he didn't hit. He did some else. serious damage to that yeah. car. Yeah, he did. 
He just doesn't care. Maybe maybe that's also the problem. He just doesn't give a damn. All right. Did anyone see any of the footage from opening night of the Sphere in Vegas? Yes. Yeah, I've seen a couple pictures. Yeah, it okay. looks really cool. I thought it looked yeah. effing incredible. The giant desert scene? Yes. Yeah. Like some of the yeah. footage coming out of that. Uh, I mean, Chuck had his own issues to deal with this weekend, but I'm shocked he didn't go because he's know. such a giant U2 fan. Mm-hmm. I thought for sure he would have tried to be there, but um, here's just a little taste of you two performing with or without you there and the footage surrounding it is so incredibly realistic what's amazing to me is the screen's so big there's no interruption in it like mm-hmm. there's no lines of yeah. them joining anything together or Can't scenes see where it starts or ends. right The footage yeah, uh, of some of their performances, absolutely incredible. And people say it's going to change concerts as we know it. And lots of stars attended the opening night of the Sphere in Vegas to check this out. Here's that story now from 8 News. The Sphere is officially open. Big night for the city's biggest new venue. U2 took the stage for its inaugural performance tonight. And thank you for joining us on 8 News Now at 11. I'm Brian Loftus. The Sphere's black carpet was packed ahead of tonight's performance with stars coming in from all around the country for tonight's huge event. 8 News Now reporter Sasha Loftus was there mingling with the stars. Joining us now live outside the Sphere, Sasha's got more. Yes, Brian, it certainly was a star-studded event here tonight at the Sphere. We just spoke to some people who came out of the venue. They say the event was like being inside of a giant television. Pretty amazing. Now, those we spoke with earlier believe that this marks a new era for entertainment here in Las Vegas. This town... I guess it it, it never ceases to amaze me. Big praise from some major stars. We can't believe that there's something this big that's one giant screen. On Sphere's opening night in Las Vegas. Just when you thought they couldn't, uh, you know, uh, do more, they do. The black carpet was packed as everyone got ready for U2 to take the stage, kicking off the venue's inaugural performance. And a monumental moment for Sphere creator, executive chair of Madison Square Garden, James Dolan. Las Vegas, I think, is the perfect market for the Sphere. The the, uh, Las Vegas embraces new technology and embraces light. Las Vegas Mayor Carolyn Goodman also calls this a win as our city finds new, innovative ways to grow and expand. We do everything. We have the sports, we have the greatest entertainers and residency, and now there's one of a kind. It's something that keeps these big names coming back. I'm just amazed by the innovation constantly setting a new bar on what human beings can do. And I think that that's what I love the most about this town. Eager to experience the next thing Southern Nevada has to offer. It's an unbelievable town. I mean, it is one of those places where I have to try and slow my heart rate down, get too excited like a kid. 
Now, those stars you heard from, just a few of the people who attended tonight's event were told Paul McCartney and Van Morrison, among others, were seen inside the venue tonight. Now, you two, of course, marking that inaugural performance tonight. This is the first of 25 shows that they will play here at the Sphere. What I haven't heard is what the sound was like. Visually, I guess it was unbelievable, unlike people I've seen. The sound was supposed to be incredible, too, from what they were describing in, in from advance. From the video you played earlier, if that was just a cell phone recording from inside the venue, it sounded pretty darn good. Yeah. yeah. But that's going to be the other big key, I think, to see if they build more of these types mm-hmm. of structures. And It's perfect for Vegas. Oh, totally. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Absolutely. Big stars like Mario Lopez showing up, too. You know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the stars of stars. Yeah. Mario Luke Wilson. Lopez. Luke Wilson, yeah. yeah, it kind of was like Adam the, Scott. The, like, <laughs> all the big time celebrities. Who's going to be there? Who's going to be there? Oh, <laughs> It's which stars wanted a free yes. trip to Vegas to see you, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So right. they got down to the C&D list and yeah. then hit and up like, the carpet there. Rumor is Paul McCartney was walking around. Yeah, the big stars don't go on the carpet. And Van Morrison. They just go in to see their buddies perform. Another former child star has gone bad. Well, not really bad. I guess we don't need to shame people for doing this. Uh, Madison Shipman, who was on Nickelodeon, a show called Game Shakers. Mm, That was out of my Nickelodeon years when that was around. I don't know anything about it. That was from 2015 to 2019. Well, she has now decided to get dirty online. But she made a bold choice. She saw OnlyFans and she's like, nope, everybody's doing that. I'm going to Playboy.com. But Playboy has a digital platform that they're trying to compete. Oh, with OnlyFans. With OnlyFans. Yeah. So she's 20 years old now. This Madison Shipman girl. You can check her out at DaveAndChuckTheFreak.com if you're not familiar with her work. She says this. I'm reclaiming my power. I'm reclaiming my sexuality. I'm doing what makes me happy. And I have no issues posing online because it's just me, she said. This is uh, her there. Uh, Now, if you're looking for real filthy content, you're out of luck. She made it clear up front that she's not going to show her body. So she's just doing like bikini and lingerie stuff. Okay, so just like... Risque type stuff. Yeah. I wish I waited for you to report that before I spent the last hour and a half trying to find it. <laughs> <laughs> the bloodhound came up empty, folks. <laughs> well, and, and there's a reason for it, because yeah. she hasn't done it. Yeah, so uh, she made it clear that she didn't want to show her body, and Playboy assured her that she could show as much or as little as she wants. She doesn't have to do anything weird. She says she's definitely had a lot of weird requests. Oh, I bet. Especially with fetishes and stuff. Uh, she said I, she never entertains the ones that she's not comfortable with. Because she's not going to step out of who she is as a person. She said, I'm uh, happy to report that the money coming in is amazing. She's able to fully self-fund her music career. She's able to buy a house. She's gotten so much financial freedom. And she said she wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Playboy. So, I'm paying big bucks to see someone in a bikini? Oh, I don't know. It's just because that you I watched think, her show? And- I think Playboy is, it's for her, this is a smart move. Because OnlyFans, you're not going to have the the viewership you're going to have on Playboy. Because OnlyFans, they're going to want to see more than just bikinis and, uh, you know, right. whatever lingerie she's going to put on. But Playboy, I feel like you're going to get, a, she can get away with that. They're going to attract the people that are into her um, from whoever was watching the show 2015 or whatever. 
to come check her out and she won't have to expose herself the way she would on OnlyFans. Okay, so the only way this isn't creepy is if you were the same age as her watching this show and you've grown up, right? Yeah, because me looking at the, little, the picture of the little girl. Right, I if you want to see that girl yeah. without clothes on, then I think there's something wrong. It excuses me. I mean, but if I were just to see the woman in the other photo, a very attractive woman. Right. But knowing. That's a different thing. Yeah, you're going that's, after it for that TV show. Ugh, like. She's popular because of who she is, yeah. right? Yeah, otherwise, she's just another girl online. But again, if you want to check out her story, it's up at DaveAndCheckTheFreak.com. Well, a big battle at the box office between Gore and kids. And the kids came out on top. Paw Patrol. The Mighty Movie was number one, taking in $23 million in ticket sales. It beat out Saw X, which took in about $18 million, underperformed, even though we heard Friday it was getting pretty decent reviews. Paw Patrol was a sequel to the 2021 Paw Patrol movie from the Nickelodeon animated TV series. It was the first family animated movie in theaters in a couple of months, and they think that's why... It may have done so well. It's embarrassing if you're Saw. We got beat by, by animated Paw Patrol. <laughs> we got beat by animated dogs <laughs> that drive cars. We're yeah, freaking Saw, it's man. It's not great. It is not great. But there's the power of kids' movies is something else. Uh, speaking of Saw X, a film editor on Saw X thought he was having an average day at his office until the cops showed up. Neighbors called police because they thought they heard someone being tortured to death. Turns out this guy was just working on a scene involving a character trying to escape an eye vacuum trap. Oh, okay. And he had the volume oh turned God. up high as he was editing it. What the hell is an eye vacuum I don't know. Trap? It's obviously something that's going to suck your eyeball right out of your socket. Jesus if you don't complete terrifying. a task that Jigsaw has assigned you, <laughs> which probably involves cutting something out of your stomach or... I will never watch a second of these Saw movies. No. Never, no, ever, ever. Yeah, I'm not no. into them. Mm. That's not my deal. I watched the first one. That was it. Yeah, I think I saw the first couple, at least the first few. I know the first couple I saw at the theater. But then I was like, okay, how many more It was times? like Fast and Furious to me where I'm just like, I can't believe there's 35 movies of this. Yeah, mm. no, for sure. There's, there's 10. Yeah. Did you, have you seen them, Jason? Do you I've watch I've seen stuff? the first couple of them. That's it. Oh, you, so you were into it a little bit. Um, yeah, back then when they came out. Right. It was yeah. cool. Because when did they just start coming out? Like 20 years ago? I feel yeah, like... Early 2000s. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. I think the first one I saw was when, right when I got out of high school. Uh, the director of Saw X says it's actually very funny because the editor who had the cops called him, apparently a pretty mild-mannered, quiet guy. Oh. <laughs> and he said, I can only imagine the look on his face when he realized what was happening. Yeah, it's like when I'm editing stuff for the piece, show blurring out genitals, and the engineer walks by, and he's like, yeah. oh, okay. yeah. what are you doing? We're not a personal video, you know? Yeah. That's it. <laughs> doing some dick bloodhound stuff over here. You know, look away. Yeah, you've, you've had to do some crazy stuff through the years. I'll admit that. I mean, because we made you, but... Right. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. you always make a note to be like, oh, browsing, huh? Yeah. Like, no, this is your story, Dave. You sent it to me. Oh, yeah. I always like to put you in awkward situations. But yeah, if someone, do, anyone that was to walk into our room while you're doing something or while we're talking about some stuff from the show... Yeah, I'd rather it be somebody that we talk about on the show instead of the video I had you edit of myself where I needed to blur out my, my taint and... Well, yeah, area. that's right. You've seen... Every part of James. Yeah. 
Every part. I had to think about it for a second. I was like, let's see. I mean, you've held his nuts as they I didn't were... hold, hold his nuts. He held the bowl that the I nuts held the bowl. In. Okay, so you've seen his nuts <laughs> yeah. and you've seen his taint. Disclaimer. We've pretty much all seen his beehole because he wears that yeah. thong all the time. So yeah, and I got paid uh, the big bucks. Yeah, pack, pack of donuts, dollar ninety nine. How much? How much time did you have to put into the video? Oh, it was worth it. Okay, I'd do it again. Sure. No, would you? Yeah, sure. nice. If you get it on your sizzle reel, if you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. If this ever yeah. fails, and the show goes away, you can show them what you did to edit up. Like, I can edit out a taint like yeah. nobody's business. You better believe it. I'm better than most of the news that we watch. <laughs> no, it's true. We saw the local TV station that left like a dong in a story once yep. a couple weeks ago. So, yeah, you're better than that. Uh, they put together a list of celebrities whose crush might surprise you. So I'll tell you the celebrity and and who they're really into. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence, her celebrity crush is Larry David. (laughs) But she's quirky and odd. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah, she is. Um, Dolly Parton's is Jimmy Fallon. Jason Sudeikis, Ellen DeGeneres. I hope he knows she's... Is he trying to be funny? I hope he is. I think he's just trying to be funny. Um... Oh, God. I just turned the page. What? How's this? James Marsden. Yeah. You know who I worked at the theme park with years ago? Guess who he's into? Nev Campbell. Helen Mirren. Oh. 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 How Did you guys party that? back in the day, Dave? Because <laughs> yeah. checking out hot pics. I'm of not saying she was my celebrity crush, but I'm just saying that I thought she was very attractive for an older lady. Uh, Scarlett Johansson is into Gordon Ramsay. Who people say I look like? Wow. Oh, God, too bad Chuck's not here. I just shoot yeah. down his celebrity <laughs> crush. Uh, Jennifer Aniston uh, desperately had a thing for the lead singer of Duran Duran, Simon LeBon. Mm. And James Corden said his celebrity crush was Hillary Clinton. Oof. Woof. That's an odd one. Yeah, it is. Blake Lively's, who's now married, of course, to Ryan Reynolds, uh, she's into David Letterman. Interesting. I guess there's some women. Hey, would you list him as a sex symbol, David Letterman? No, but you know, we all loved David Letterman back well, in the day. Yeah, I liked his sense we, of humor and, and his I think persona. There was something about him that, like his humor or something that women liked. That could put him over the edge yeah. a little bit. In some music news this morning, uh, Mick Jagger says the Rolling Stones don't have any intentions of selling their music catalog. You know, a lot of people are doing that these days, cashing in and selling it to big companies. But here's something he said. If they do do it one day, not a penny is going to his kids. He has eight children. And he said, my kids don't need $500 million to live well. So he says, if they ever decide to sell their music catalog... He wants all the money to go to charity to do some good in the world. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. yeah. But I'm sure his kids have plenty of money. So much money. I'd be kind I'm of sure. upset, though, if I was, like, looking for some cash. And it's like, <laughs> you'll get nothing. Mm-hmm. What's you even crazier about yeah. Mick Jagger, he has kids that range from 6 to 52. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> no joke. He has a 6-year-old and he has a 52-year-old. Because he's been banging through the decades. Yeah, yeah but Say he's hi not, to your brother. He's not getting down in the diapers with all. Like that's my fear is having to, like a surprise and a 
years after you've already got out of all that stuff. Right. Then I have to dive back into infancy and all that. But I can't imagine he's... No. He has nothing to do with it. Doing all that kind no. of stuff. No, no, no. no. That's why you get... Did you get... Are you... Oh, I know. That's a personal question. Not yet. I have not. Okay. Vasectomy is what I'm talking yeah, about. I'm I'm doing, just, I've done some research, and my brother gave me a shocking detail about... Like, vasectomies? Yeah, just like You're, with finale and having that be affected forever. Yeah. So I'm weighing the options of human life, <laughs> no... F- Wait, 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 no, he does GI stuff. Well, t- just tell us what, what's the what's the big because I don't have a vasectomy. Yep. I didn't. My wife got that taken care of, so I didn't have to get a vasectomy. I, I don't know if it's that you can't finish or if the sensation of the finish is affected. Hmm. But he just he was saying that after seeing his doctor about it, he said that there's a possibility that something could go wrong and your finale could be Cause I heard altered. None of, none of that was affected. Yeah, I mean, that's what I heard because that was that would be really? the number one complaint. Oh, yeah. rare, right? It's like if none of that's affected and I just I don't have a chance of knocking up my wife, why wouldn't I get it done when we're done having kids? It says a man who has a vasectomy, and I, I guess I've never looked into this, so sorry if I seem like an idiot. But it's uh, you still make semen, you're able to ejaculate, just the semen doesn't contain sperm. For most men, the ability to have an erection is unchanged. Oh God, don't say it like that. For most men, <laughs> right? Oh my God, for most. So, uh, yeah, he just said that there was some, his doctor had told him because he had investigated it also. And it was sort of a shocking thing he brought up at a family dinner. That we were <laughs> a family dinner. Well, because talk about ejaculation at oh, no. dinner. Well, I started talking to him about, you know, we just had the kids and all the siblings are around and everybody's wife. Hey, pass the all... cornbread. Yeah, so your finale is going to be way different after that vasectomy. You know, just a Jewish holiday family dinner. <laughs> Over dessert I assume nothing changed except what it contained, which you wouldn't notice that anyway. I, right? I just think things can go wrong, right? With any surgery, you know, with anything, well, right? Sure, exactly. Yeah. So it would be a possible side, side effect yeah. that could it's, happen. It's terrifying. Yeah, that is. We that need to get the terrifying. stats, man. What are the what are the odds well, on that? Do I want to have another kid, or do I want to have normal orgasms for the rest of my life? You know, it's just right. It's well, I think if you've decided you don't want to have any more kids, then that's the route to go. Yeah, but if I. I Listen, know. I had some friends that I think it was 16 years yeah, see, after nightmare. they thought was their last kid, they got pregnant oh. again. We had a co-worker wow. like that, too. Oh, that's right, yes. He had the surprise. Surprise kid. And he was, it no, was it, terrifying dude, for him. Dude, just to, like, literally, they done. were, like, almost like, yeah, no more kid stuff. <laughs> and they're like, oh, my God, baby. Is the co-worker uh, superior? No. Oh, no. okay. These texts are making me feel good. Yeah, no, all, all these guys are saying, yeah. don't worry, nothing must be changed. super rare for something to go yeah, wrong. Yeah, like, who, like your brother you got to talk to, tell him to calm down. Yeah. Well, he yeah. just, his doctor had said something about that it was a possibility, and so he was like... <laughs> I guess they yeah. have to probably say, right. if, even if there's a 0.1% chance, they got to tell you that, but still, maybe, they should say. Maybe have your wife just track, like get one of those apps that track when it's the time and when it's not you know what i mean like yeah you just she you know she doesn't want another baby right no 
Yeah, that know. works pretty good. Yeah, I, know, I, I, up, I, I need to. Yeah, I'll be sure to let you know when I do. We talk about everything on the Get it done live on the air. Yeah, Why do you right. do that? Might as well. No. That'd be good for radio. You guys can all see my nuts, too. <laughs> hey, well, no, you can do it in another room. You give it some time. Listen. We'll, we'll just get it listen. done together. Wow. Okay. I'll hold together. Your hand. Maybe. Dick bros. Yeah. <laughs> That's, uh... This is my vasectomy bro, Jason. <laughs> That's super <laughs> we intimate. We got snipped at the same time. That's incredibly intimate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, we'll see is. if that happens. But, yeah, guys who are thinking about it, don't worry. All the guys that have got it done say it's nothing changed at all. So keep that in mind. We're going to take a break. When we come back in a moment, we've got a check of the news up next. What's your driving music when you crash your car into a police station? We'll tell you what one guy's was. How did a wedding turn into a poop nightmare? What crazy thing did some tourists find in their hotel room? And what is extreme stripping all about? Whoa. We'll get to that and more when we return in just a moment on Dave and Chuck the Freak. More to come from Dave and Chuck the Freak right after this. Dave and Chuck the Freak. Backstagecountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Lainey Wilson is on a roll. She's delivering great music and teaming up with some of country's hottest acts. Text Lainey to 45911 to see which four Lainey Wilson collabs have us talking at BackstageCountry.com. Text Lainey to 45911 to get a link to the list sent right to your phone from BackstageCountry.com. BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Award-winning movies often have incredible soundtracks, and many of those have gone on to become country gold. We've picked our top five country songs that have been nominated for an Oscar. Text OSCAR to 45911 to see if your favorite made the list on BackstageCountry.com. Text OSCAR to 45911, and we'll send the link straight to your phone. Dave and Chuck the Freak. What's going on on this Monday? It is the second day of October. You're with Dave and Chuck the Freak here. Appreciate you being with us. Uh, with us, Chuck the Freak is off. Hopefully he'll be back tomorrow morning. Coming up next, we got a check of the news to get to. What's your driving music when you crash your car into a police station? How did a wedding turn into a gastrointestinal nightmare? And what crazy thing did some tourists find in their hotel room? We'll get to that. Extreme stripping, bitches tripping, a lot to come here. First, though, some people just can't tell the difference between Grand Theft Auto and real life. If you don't realize, in the game, you can drive around wrecking things and cause chaos, all while jamming out to the soundtrack of your choice. One guy in New Jersey took that a little too literally. He was blaring this... He crashed his car right into a police station. Crazy footage that we put up at DaveAndChuckTheFreak.com for you to check out. This guy, John Hargreaves, 
apparently had his soundtrack all all picked out before he went full GTA in Independence Township, New Jersey. First, he drove his SUV into a home and then into a police station. His vehicle actually came to rest in the department's squad room. Here's the footage of the accident here. I'm going to turn that volume down because it's a little weird. But literally, he's inside the squad room. And then he comes out. He pops out of the car right away with his hands up like, yeah. A smart man. He put his hands in the air and appeared to be celebrating while Welcome to the Jungle is blaring in the background, of course, officers took him into custody. That's so funny. He, he, out of that car. <laughs> he did. <laughs> Hands, up right away. Hands up in the air. I'm out. I'm here. We crashed. Don't tase me, bro. They have no idea why this dude did this. Like, his behavior is a total mystery. No motive. They don't know what. If he was just out of his mind... Sure. I, I mean, he'd have to be. He'd have to be, but why? But like, why? Was he on something? Yeah, was, was he it? just having a mental breakdown? Why did he do this? Like, he knew it was wrong. If you jump out of your car and put yeah, your hands, hands in up. the air, yeah. you know what you're doing is wrong. Yeah. And I think that uh, eliminates you from being drunk. Maybe. Possibly. He could have killed someone, though. Like, those cops are so lucky they were, you know, in the office yeah. to the side there and not sitting out here. Yeah. It's crazy They were pretty footage. calm on the scene. <laughs> they yeah, were they just were. like, well, there's a car here. You know, you're right. Because I would have been like, look out! <laughs> I know. It didn't yeah, they jump. just kind of like come strolling out of the office and proceed to take the guy into custody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The officer's like, is that your car? Did you just crash your car through the wall? This bigger guy here doesn't know what to do. Yeah. He looks like he's about to have a heart attack. Maybe he took it a little more seriously. Yeah. It's a good thing no one was in that room. No, absolutely. They would have been dead. But who knows? It's funny to watch it as we're listening yeah, to yeah, the song. The song yeah. that was <laughs> That's how he was rocking yeah. out. <laughs> it's a good destruction song. Yeah, it, it is. kind of fits. It's a fitting soundtrack to pick. I don't know what you'd pick if you were going to do that, but I feel like too that song was used in some Grand Theft Auto commercials. Uh, probably, yeah, I, I believe it was. Definitely probably. makes sense. Well, this guy had it play out in real life. And again, if you want to see it, go check it out at DaveAndCheckTheFreak.com. Up next, a uh, woman says a very large pig is torturing their family. This woman. Uh, is in Kingsland, Texas. She says her family family members are banged up and bruised after a very large pig attacked them, and it won't leave them alone. It's a tragic story, but also... one of those wild hogs? Yeah, it's like the pig is... Yeah, this woman... It's like a Jaws, but (laughs) the pig... (laughs) Here's here's the story here from Fox 7 in Austin. This woman is... uh, She's a character. I'm standing inside my parents' house with a hammer and a knife trying to defend myself and defend my family. I'm not sure what's going on up top, though. Is that just one tooth or is one tooth sticking down further than the rest? 
Does she oh, have just one upper tooth? Hard to see. I didn't see. Hanging off to the side. Got to see more. Okay, yeah, all right. I can't tell. I can't determine. Let's take it from the At top any here. Call, you I check it out. I tried my parents' house Ugh. with a hammer and a knife trying to defend myself and defend my family. I think she only has one tooth. At any cost. Yeah. yeah. I, I shouldn't have to live like this. Wendy Goldstein spoke to Fox 7 Tuesday, concerned because someone's pig had been going after her family. She described the pig as 300 pounds, black and white spotted, and foaming at the mouth. On Monday, this 911 call came in. We are so random pig in our yard and I bite my grandma. My grandma is being attacked by a random pig. Now my grandma is being attacked. There is a wild hog in the yard at that address. Mudstains and scratches could be seen on the door. Goldstein says the pig went after her daughter and disabled parents. My daughter got hurt out here. And then he barreled through. My mom wrestled with him at the doorway to try to prevent him from coming in. He barreled on through, got a hold of my dad. My mom tried to lay on top of him to crunch him down until the cops got here to get him. And he overpowered her and got on top of her. And he had hers flattened like an accordion. Tuesday, the pig was back, going after her boyfriend. My whole family's scared. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> like the pig has got it up with his family. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a pig with a, uh, a bone. <laughs> oh, I was so distracted by your teeth. But anyways, back to the They're, story. They feel like they're prisoners in their own home. They can't get, go nowhere. The Lano County Sheriff's Office said Wednesday the pig had been returned to the owner, and they believe the owner has secured its enclosure. They you. add the pig was not trying to attack anyone. It knocked a person down and began acting like a dog will sometimes do on a person's leg. It wasn't... Which was humping the leg. Yeah. Yeah, it was the pig, the pig was humping, was humping someone? It's horny. It's a horny pig. Oh my God, it was pig rape. Being aggressive in a way that it was trying to hurt anyone. So the cops defended the pig. Yeah, it was the yeah. horny pig. You got to hump and the pig thought, this is where I should live. It's a pig style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where it comes from. It's dirty <laughs> and gross there. Tra- and, uh, I didn't think humans live there. No. Take the side of the pig. Of course. <laughs> that lady's uh, 911 call was hilarious. She's like, pigs attack my grandma. Yeah. Pigs attack my grandma. <laughs> she's looking out the window the next day. She's like, that damn pig is back. It's got my boyfriend now. Pig is after my boyfriend now. That death pig is back. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what a weird day. Yeah. Couple of days. Couple of days. And right. I think <laughs> that woman had a knife sheath on her belt, too. Did the she? lady with one tooth? She did. Yes, I, I think at the end, right before the, the story the ended, she has like a leather belt. And then oh. I thought what I saw was a knife sheath just hanging out on her did side. Did we put this up at DaveAndChuckTheFreak.com? Yeah. Okay, so you guys have to go check out her teeth situation because I still can't tell. I think she's I think missing all of her teeth all except, except she one. got one. She's got one yeah, side bang. She got a side, the side dog. <laughs> He's hanging That's what there. She calls it. <laughs> hey, you got a problem with my side dog? Yeah. That's her nibbler. Yeah. <laughs> she, she nibbles a lot too. We got to hear the nine one one call again. My parents' house with a hammer and a knife, trying to defend myself and defend my family at any cost. I shouldn't have to live like this. Wendy Goldstein spoke to Fox 7 Tuesday, concerned because someone's pig had been going after her family. She described the pig as 300 pounds, black and white spotted, and foaming at the mouth. On Monday, this 911 call came in. We are so random pig in our yard, and I bite my grandma. My grandma is being attacked by a random pig. Now my grandma is being attacked. Pigs at my grandma! <laughs> <laughs> Mudstains and scratches now. could be seen on the door. 
Goldstein says the pig went after her daughter and disabled parents. My daughter got hurt out here. And then he barreled through. My mom wrestled with him at the doorway to try to prevent him to come in. Rassled. He barreled on through. Rassled. Got a hold of my dad. My mom tried to lay on top of him to crunch him down to the cops got here <laughs> to get it. So hold on a second. Oh, I'm getting all these details now. Yeah. Grandma wrestled, wrestled the pig yep. to the ground and laid on top of the pig. She's yeah. real strong. She's bigger probably like her daughter, right? Bro, has uh, to be. So who did the pig rape? Was it grandma? It was grandma. Whoever the oh. got knocked down. And he overpowered her and got on top of her. Okay. And he had hers flattened like an accordion. Okay. Yeah, so grandma was pig assaulted. Was sexually assaulted by a pig. Yes. Yeah, flattened like an accordion. Yeah. Missionary stuff. And, and the pig was humping her. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Learned it from the dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> Jesus, what a day. Tuesday, the pig was back, going after her boyfriend. My whole family's scared. They feel like they're prisoners in their own home. They can't go nowhere. The Lano County Sheriff's Office <laughs> said Wednesday the pig had been can't returned to the owner. And they believe... If that's her so, boyfriend, that's the shocker. There's the knife. Oh, I God, see it. Holy hell, She's ready. She's ready for that pig, that pig comes back. Look out. <laughs> but just, oh, they're just like looking out the window. You see the pig? Yeah. Pig's back pig on back. Tuesday. The pig is back. It's Tuesday and the pig's back. It's bad. We can't leave the house now. Where's my pig slaying knife? Oh no, it's got grandma. Oh no. It's taking advantage of grandma sexually. She does look like a medieval warrior with like the hair. She's like and, uh, an overweight Xena warrior princess. Dude, she could be um, so the nasty boys in WWE. Yeah. She could be the female tag team partner to those guys. That's, listen. Yeah. The side view doesn't do her Wait, justice. That's no. not her boyfriend. That's her it? boyfriend. If that's what I said was the shocker of the whole situation, Mr. Button Down Shirt. No, she looks like literally what? looks like one of the nasty boys. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the he teeth, looks like a the nerd. Hair, everything. I know that you'd never imagine yeah. that's her boyfriend. But he's like but a real nerdy skinny guy. Does he have teeth? They I don't know, you don't really see him in the story. The owner has secured its enclosure. They add oh, he doesn't turn to face I the don't camera. I understand. I know they were terrorized, absolutely terrorized by that pig, though. <laughs> Monday and Tuesday, that pig was over here. But then the cops defend the pig. That's the yes. funniest part of the story to me. And they're like, oh, God, this family's a mess. They're like, this is just a yeah. horny pig. What do you want yeah. us to do about it? I hope Grandma's okay. That probably was pretty traumatizing for her. Oh, it was a good time. Because those pigs got those squirrely-looking wieners, right? Do <laughs> <laughs> they have, like, a corkscrew wiener? I know ducks, ducks do. do. Yeah. Oh, I thought pigs they had was... a weird wiener, too. Oh, they've got their tails. They got their tail. I don't know about their yeah. dogs. Are they getting pig penises confused? <laughs> I think, I think so. you're getting animal penises confused, Dave. What's, what does a pig penis look like? Oof. Oh, it's not good. Oh, it's kind no. of a corkscrew. Gross. Oh, man. It's very repulsive. Like a big old earthworm. Yeah, no. You see, other people think the pigs have a corkscrew-shaped penis. It may not be as crazy as a duck's. So Grandma was dealing with that. <laughs> Grandma, <laughs> Grandma, the pig was, Grandma, pig is aroused. Grandma, make like an accordion. Get out of the ground. Get small like an accordion. The pig won't see you. Yeah, Grandma was dealing with that, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, God, Grandma, the pig sees you. And it's I just wish I could have heard what she was saying as she was looking out the kitchen window and being terrorized by this pig. <laughs> Call 911. Uh, Pig's back. <laughs> can't live like this. <laughs> that Crazy devil pig. Family. 
Again, if you want to check them out, go to DaveAndChuckTheFreak.com. Talk about a wedding nightmare. A couple in Australia say their wedding day has been tarnished after a ton of people got sick. Some of them ended up being hospitalized. And it turns out it's all the venue's fault, and it's happened there before. They call it a gastrointestinal wedding nightmare. Here's the story from News 9 in Australia. Brody proposed a year and a half ago, and yeah, we've been planning the wedding ever since, and finally got to have our wedding on Friday. It was picture perfect, but ended in the most unfairy tale-like of ways. And how many have become unwell, do you think? Um, I would say it's close to 50% of the entire party now. Um, Yeah, it's upwards of 45, closer to 50. The worst part about it is they keep trying to tell you that it's it's your guests bringing it. Newlyweds Rebecca and Brody Fitzgerald's guests among more than 230 people struck down by suspected gastro outbreaks at five events over 12 days, all held at this popular Melbourne reception venue, The Park. There is nothing that we could have faulted um, with the wedding itself, but um, yeah, the 24 hours after kind of went downhill from there. We spoke with the couple from their home where Brody's still recovering from his illness. To be honest, I was kind of a little bit embarrassed and I kind of felt like I was to blame for it or we were to blame for it um, just a little bit because, you know, we trusted the health professionals um, to go ahead. The couple had more than 100 guests. They say at least half caught the bug. Worst case being, though, two of them being pregnant, so... Yeah. And then, then hospitalised. And that was our biggest concern. That sort of puts all the good memories that you had of the wedding yeah. in the back of your head because you're trying to focus on making sure your guests are OK now. Rebecca and Brody splurged on a hotel room in the city when he fell violently ill the day after the wedding. I was just so, like, upset that I couldn't spend... It was meant to be, like, continuing to be a magical weekend with my partner, or my now wife, and all I'm doing is just laying under the covers in bed and having Beck go and walk around the city by herself and try and enjoy it by herself. How do, how do you do that? So when they looked into this, I guess 250 people from the past few events held at this venue have all become sick. The venue is blaming it on them, saying that mm. their guests brought the sickness, but now they're making the connection that it's got to be something that is down, in this venue. Right? Yeah. They track down exactly what what it is that they have? Is it just diarrhea? It's like a gas. So it's probably like a norovirus or something, okay. right? You know, oh. the stuff like spreads around cruise ships and that kind of thing. And it's probably this place is contaminated, right? And they haven't thoroughly cleaned it. And I feel so bad if my guests got sick. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. In my wedding. The I worst. 50 people <laughs> are puking their guts yeah. out. <laughs> Have remember diarrhea. Yeah. Remember when you got married and had diarrhea for a yeah. week? That was a blast. <laughs> that was such a fun yeah. wedding, man. But you they're know? so right. That's what everyone will connect yeah. their That's wedding we'll with now. Yeah. Hey, remember when your wedding almost killed my wife and kid and put her in the hospital? Yeah. Oh. I was yeah. on the toilet for three days. Uh, and Brody apparently had some real bad diarrhea. Yeah, I mean, he's taking it hard. He's 
even in the video, you could tell he's <laughs> very still dealing fat. with diarrhea. <laughs> he's still dealing with it, yeah. they said. Yeah. <laughs> so, I still got diarrhea. <laughs> still dealing with it, eh? <laughs> That is not how you want to spend your wedding night. No. no. Pooping your brains out. Yeah. You're ready to get it on. Oh, yeah. hold on. I just got to go to the bathroom real quick. So crazy. That's bad. But, yeah, so I don't know if there'll be lawsuits or what they do, but I guess every event there afterwards has complained and they've not done anything about it now now they've gone to the news so maybe they'll have to uh this is a funny photo that's been spreading online over the weekend uh it's from slovakia where it looks like a dog is driving a car (laughs) (laughs) i at first thought oh it's like a tesla or a self-driving vehicle where Someone has put their dog behind the wheel, but it turns out that's not the case. It did lead to a great picture, though. This Slovakian man has been fined when a traffic camera captured his dog behind the wheel of the car, speeding. <laughs> he had places to go. In the western Slovakian village of Sturcerdy. Police say, though, what happened is that the dog was actually on the driver's lap. Oh, okay. but you can't see in the oh, photo. It's dangerous. Incredible. It's a. It's not a tiny dog. It's That's a big, big dog. dog. The pup was going about eight miles an hour over the speed limit. The officers say they couldn't believe themselves when the photo popped up on their police radar, showing the dog with no human in sight. They say we all we saw was a beautiful brown hunting dog smiling into the camera. <laughs> obediently sitting behind the wheel of a Skoda and peering through the windshield. The 31-year-old driver claimed the dog had jumped onto his lap just before the photo was taken, but the cops say they couldn't see any sudden movement inside the car when they reviewed the footage, so they believe he was just driving with his giant dog on his lap the whole time. It does look like that dog's driving that car, doesn't it's it? amazing. Mm-hmm. The dog's like... I've never gone this fast without yeah. running before. <laughs> I don't understand <laughs> what I'm doing. Yeah. Nobody does picture, it. Though. It's an incredible picture. Uh, they didn't say what the fine was, but this driver was fined immediately by the officers for violating traffic violations. They say when transporting your pet, any sized animal can cause safety problems. Even a small one can endanger your life. So please be careful. Take a picture of Dave with Jameson on, on his lap. It'd look much different. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Little when tiny Jimmy. Tiny. He has jumped on my lap a couple of times. Now, I normally seatbelt him in. He's got a little doggy seatbelt. Mm-hmm. But in the few times I haven't, he just will go. If he sees a dog, he just, he'll literally push me out of the way and try and get out oh, of my yeah. window. So I can see how it can Dad, look, there's another dog. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> look, Dad. Bark at him. I can see how... It could be distracting. What's mm-hmm. Douglas like in a car? Is he crazy? Uh, no, he's fine. He knows to stay in the back. He's hooked up, so he can't jump in so the front. He would yeah. love to be in the front seat, but I'm like, no, 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 not not yet. But yeah, he's, he's okay. When he calms down a bit, yeah. probably be. But he's, he's still kind of like in his puppy crazy. No, he's days. calmed down Has a he? lot. Oh, he's three good. now, so he's, you know, he's still got some energy, but he's, he's not much trying to calmer. drive. He's not trying to take over the steering no, wheel. He's not trying to bite the steering wheel or anything while you're driving. No, 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 That's no. good. Jameson Seven, and he is not. God. Everyone's like, look at your little puppy. He's nuts. I'm like, yeah, he's seven. Yeah. <laughs> seven. He is not a puppy. He's seven years old. Uh, imagine waking up in your hotel room and there's something there that shouldn't be. Well, let me ask you, what's the worst thing you'd want to see in your hotel room? 
James, get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Besides James. How is that that bad? <laughs> Me new to standing over you in bed? Come on. How about a bat? That's no good. How about more than one bat? Mm. Well, that's even worse. Some folks that were on vacation in the Czech Republic woke up to find 250 bats wow. sleeping in their hotel room. Hope they had to pay, too. These crazy photos uh, show an animal rescue worker and the hotel receptionist attempting to capture the 256 bats that apparently entered the room while they were sleeping because <sighs> they left a window open. Oh, oh, my God. They had also left the bedroom door leading to the hallway open because apparently it was incredibly hot and this hotel does not have air conditioning. Mm. But when they woke up, they found 256 soprano bats Attached to the walls, ceiling, and curtains. Gross. Absolutely nasty. It's not a good hotel, huh? No, my God. No, when there's 256 no. bats in there. And can I tell you, most hotel receptionists aren't responsible for capturing all the no. bats in the hotel room. But in the Czech Republic, they are. Uh, the couple was told it was actually their fault because they left their window open. All night. I mean, I kind of agree with that. But if it's hot, yeah. what are you supposed what to do? do? There's no air yeah. conditioning? No screens or whatever. Yeah, it's like, it just sucks that you live in Transylvania or whatever. <laughs> 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 There's like 100,000 bats outside. This was in the town of Pulzin in the Czech Republic. And uh, they say that, yeah, it was a record 256 bats that were found in the room. Uh, the receptionist said she show had to show them a leaflet in their language, telling them never to leave the windows open because there is a risk of a bat invasion. Uh, I thought she had to show the bats a leaflet in their language that said <laughs> no bats. You're not allowed in here. No bats. You shouldn't be in the hotel. Yeah, they. Uh, I guess for several years now in uh, Czechoslovakia, they've been warning locals about bat invasions. It's really bad during these months. They're in the middle of the bat migration routes. And this hotel just seems to be right in one of their main like access central. Points. Yeah. We'll have to leave a sign up by the window. Don't open. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's not the first time it's happened to, uh, I guess, in one hotel nearby last year, 400 bats flew into a couple's hotel room. It's a nice place to stay, other than the bats. <laughs> the 256 yeah. bats. That's so many bats. Terrifying thing to wake up to. Come on. Yeah. I'm not a fan of bats. I mean, I don't Who think many people are. Who is a fan of bats? I don't mind them when they're eating the mosquitoes in my, in my backyard, but other than that. They creep right. me out. They creep me out yeah. so much. Yeah. Like, yes, you know, anything. I can kill a spider. Snakes, eh. Rats, mice, I could probably deal with all that stuff. Bats. No, I just don't like things flying at me. Yeah. That's like pretty much a flying rat. Yeah. But thankfully no one was hurt here and there were no... Wouldn't have been so bad to wake up with me in your room, huh, Jason? What would you rather have, Jason? 256 bats or James? 
256 bands. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> An unexpected James naked in my room. I mean, come on. It's easy, doing, right? I forgot he wing. was unexpectedly it's naked. It'd be easier to get the bats out than it would hit. <laughs> That's true. I'm not leaving. <laughs> I did forget a couple of points there. You're right. Come yeah. on. But it's nice and warm under these blankets, Jason. Why am I? Why do I? Why would I leave? Get the hell out of here, James. <laughs> not something you'd want. Hold me closer. Okay, here's a question for you, um, especially you guys listening. What extreme thing have you done with a stripper? Seems like a lot of strippers go above and beyond these days, if you know what I'm saying. What extreme thing have you done with a stripper? Because I'm going to tell you about a stripper. She's called an extreme stripper, which is apparently a new version of a stripper that's out there. And she does everything from... Whipping, using sex toys, to even pegging gentlemen on stage. Wow. Which is dominatrix. Not a show I think most men would want to see. But this is what's taking off now. It's called extreme stripping. In a radio-friendly way, what's the extreme thing you've done with a stripper? (laughs) 1-855-954-6969. That's the number to Have reach fun, us. fun, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait. one <laughs> You can also text us at 46969. Uh, this woman from the UK, she ditched being a teacher to become an extreme stripper. And um, she, I think this is in Spain where she took a uh, it's like one of the big vacation towns where, yeah, Benidorm, where a lot of folks from the UK go. It's like their tropical vacation getaway. And she says she makes about ten grand a week, US, as a stripper there, but because she's an extreme stripper. She's 30 years old. She says she was once very shy, but she gave up her job teaching to try extreme stripping and a lot of it is about humiliating the bachelor okay you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. kind of like what they put you through right right so imagine i just got spanked Mm -hmm. i can't imagine i got effing pegged yeah (laughs) that's a bit like to me that's a sexual look at this guy get married (laughs) get the strap on we gotta peg him (laughs) like there's a whole line you're crossing there that's illegal yeah i thought about that this morning you know because a bunch of guys had a bachelor party Getting for me. by a stripper? No. A oh. bunch of guys had a bachelor party for me, and you know we toured a bunch of strip clubs. And Chuck was supposed to come to that, but couldn't. And thank God he wasn't there. Because that story would... Oh, my God. Would, I would have never would, lived he, it Because yeah. I was stripped down to my underwear. I was spanked <laughs> oh oh. with a paddle at one club. I had to walk her like, on a leash at another club as the stripper pulled me around the stage like I was a dog. I was incredibly wasted, so I don't recall most of it myself. And it thankfully before, you know, smartphones were in everyone's hand. Yeah, that's a good thing. Because people so did recognize, oh, that's the dude from that radio station. Oh, wow. Yeah. You were let on a leash? Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, I was I on a leash. You were, like, whipped I had stuff. a collar on. They put a <laughs> collar on me. I was in my underwear, and they had a dog you know, leash, and I had to go all the way around the stage with this stripper. It's just funny here because you're so big. I just feel like it's even <laughs> yeah. more entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> Six and five guy yeah. feel better on a leash. Yeah. And it's oh, like man. a little teeny tiny stripper doing it too. Yeah. 
just very bizarre situation to be in. So this woman, she actually posts all about her extreme stripping antics on Instagram. And you can check her out at DaveAndChuckTheFreak.com. Her name is Jade. Uh, she... Oof. Not the most attractive lady, but this is she's found her niche, right? Mm-hmm. So she'll peg people and stuff. Yeah, most of the hottest strippers don't, don't have, have to, to do, do anything that, yeah. like that. Um, she says she moved to this vacation town because she knew that she could find success there. Um, a lot of her shows are about humiliation, the whipping, the use of toys, and the pegging. She incorporates into the bachelor parties that come in to the strip clubs. Everything from whipping to waxing. Damn. Um, And using hot candles on the dudes. She says people nowadays are pushing the boundaries. They want to up the ante from the last bachelor party and basically see who can destroy the bachelor more. And they're willing to push it. So does she strictly do just bachelor parties? She doesn't come out like they're not playing a song. I think Welcome. that's her specialty. Okay. I don't know if that's if she can do it. I mean, I, I'm sure they're not happening every night of the week, right? Okay. But that's what she specializes in. She makes good money. Um, before this, when she was a regular stripper, she would come away with about uh, 200 bucks a show. But now, four nights... A week she works and she gets about ten grand a week. So there's something to be said, I guess, for extreme stripping. <laughs> this guy said, "Damn, for ten grand a week, I'll pay guys." And I'm a straight guy. Yeah, I mean, ten grand a week, I'll pay guys. So it's kind of a mixture of a dominatrix and a stripper. A stripper, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, guys, have you done anything? With a stripper that's kind of extreme or the most extreme thing that happened at your bachelor party, if you want to share the stories, one eight five five nine five four six nine six nine. Because I don't believe in North America you could peg a person without their consent. Yeah. No. At a strip club, right? Yeah, I don't think not on stage like that. I think you would have to know it's coming. Either a, or a request or something. Right. I don't know. I'm trying you, to picture the scenario where I'm at a strip club and all of a sudden... You see a guy get banged on stage? on stage and almost... Is that stripper wearing a strap? Oh, my God. Huh. Oh, God. <laughs> no, but it's what I mean. Like, yeah. you wouldn't... Who would want to see that? Yeah, I'd be like... Maybe... Uh, and plus, you're a sicko if you want that done to your buddy. Yeah. Like, there's, yeah. A, there's a joke. Like, me getting spanked, that's a joke. Yeah. You getting... Watching your buddy get pegged... That's yeah. a whole other yeah, I, I craziness. Uh, someone said, I uh, went to a strip club with my dad to see a well-known stripper with lupus. Huh? <laughs> lupus? <laughs> what? what? I'm sorry. <laughs> She's got a disease. Is that what the stripper's known for, is having lupus? Lupus. Jason, can you explain what this is all about? That's what the text said. I don't know. Did I don't know if it's a it typo. Wrong? They must have got it wrong, right? I'm, I'm trying What's to... The, uh... the stripper with lupus is named Miss Piggy. Okay. Handcuffed me to a chair and wrapped her bodacious boobs around me. Almost smothered me to death. It's a crazy way to die. Uh, is there a famous stripper with lupus? She's known for her know. lupus. Isn't lupus a, that's like a pretty bad one, isn't it? I think so. So the text says very lupus. 
<laughs> That's my, I don't know. What? Stage name is Piggy. <laughs> Maybe it was a typo. Maybe it was. A, I don't what know. Did what did they mean? Maybe they meant, you know what? Maybe they meant. Because there's nothing vo- sexy about lupus. Vo- Voluptuous, voluptuous and not very lupus. Stacey. Oh yeah, they that's meant voluptuous because oh, she's voluptuous. got bulgations. Oh, she doesn't have a dreaded immune system disease that is attacking her body from the inside. <laughs> voluptuous and lupus. Yeah. So I gotta, yeah. I gotta <laughs> decipher the voice to text now. Yes, yes. Because yes. yes. otherwise we picture a stripper with a face rash, putting <laughs> yeah. her boobs in a guy's. A very famous stripper with lupus once almost smothered me with her breasts. Miss <laughs> Piggy. It's super extreme, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Really, you want to hear a story, do you? Yeah. Yeah. A very famous stripper who's known for having lupus. touch of the lupus yes. smothered me with her breasts. So I put a question mark. I was confused by it, too. No. Oh, he just, it was supposed to be bodacious. Bodacious. But somehow became with lupus. Yeah. <laughs> Man, Very lupus. Did you see that butterfly rash on that stripper's face from her lupus? Oh, what a hot! You're just watching this chick strip. You're like, oh yeah, she's not bad, yeah. right? <laughs> you know, she has uh, she has lupus. You know. oh, she, she does really. Yeah, huh? she's got lupus. Wow, it doesn't seem like it even affects the show much. Yeah, it's an immune system okay. disease that attacks your body from the inside out. So that's what those that markings on her face. The that's what the, that's rash, what I think huh? she is. Wow. She's very voluptuous. But wow, you're very she's voluptuous. A, she's known throughout town. <laughs> I mean, I, I saw her almost choke, choke a guy out with those big titties. Yeah, she got those titties, but she also got that lupus. <laughs> I thought I was just out of the loop. Like, there's some famous lupus stripper that I just never heard of or something. I don't know. I just, I just hope the stripper doesn't get any permanent tissue damage, you know? Yeah, it can really affect your skin, joints, heart, and lungs. Yeah. Poor girl. Even her circulating blood cells. You know? You've got to be careful. <laughs> Not we. Please welcome the stripper with lupus. Oh well, yeah, no, it was audacious. Audacious. <laughs> That's what he meant to say there. Uh, most extreme thing you've done with a stripper or at your bachelor party as this extreme stripping takes off. They do everything from pegging to whipping. Uh, someone said we had a stripper for my buddy's birthday, and she stuck a cigar inside of herself and then made him smoke it. Ooh, mm. a little extra flavor. Um, Doug is with us here. Hey, Doug, how are you, man? Good, how are you? Good, what happened? Good, hey, my, we took my, this is years ago, we took a, a buddy of mine up to a strip club in Canada for his, uh, his bachelor party. Yep. Um, at the end of the night, the strippers pulled everybody up on stage, the divorced guys, recently divorced, guys getting married and such, and he's kind of a big guy, so she put a, a bit, a bridle or a bit in his mouth, like a horse, and was riding around on the stage. Well, at the end of the night... When he stood up, she took her nails and ran them down his back, and she he had ten claw marks with flesh missing out of his back, which was bad enough. But what made it worse is him and his fiance still live together, and they didn't plan on spending the night apart. And he'd never slept with clothes on with her before, so he had to explain why he was sleeping with a dark shirt on the night before the wedding. Because a stripper clawed up his back. Because. She- because she clawed up his back, and needless to say, the marriage lasted about eight months. Oh my God! Wow! Whoa! What a yeah, yeah, it was brutal. But told it was a All right, demon. Doug, it was a demon in the house. <laughs> no, but okay. So I've I've shared this story <laughs> that what you know when I got spanked, 
the women lined up, the strippers all lined up to do it, right? And most of them was just like a couple of little yeah. spanks and they move on. Well, this one dominatrix type black stripper, she went to town on my ass. Like she was taking something out on me. Oh, yeah. really? Like it. I think they hurts. oftentimes do that when they're doing that to those dudes. Like, um, those strippers, they hate those guys. <laughs> yes. Right. Like, I think that they hate the fact that they have to do it or something. Yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, she took it out on maybe my Maybe she ass. was a fan of the competing radio show you're up against. Yeah, maybe she was. <laughs> uh, someone said, at my bachelor party, this stripper told us to play Lord of the Rings. Where she shoved a glow stick up her backside and had us toss rings to try and get it on. Oh, that's a fun oh, game. That's real fun. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty fun. Like a carnival yeah. game. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I'd take that over being, having my back ripped to yeah. shreds. We saw pictures of that one time. There was the... Uh, what? Yeah, like the Netherlands, they were playing... These guys got in trouble. We talked about it on the show. There's a picture. Oh, They're right. playing stripper ring toss Yes, or yes, yes. Like mm-hmm. some uh, school, like at a school or yeah. something, right? Yeah. Yeah, we've seen it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, someone said my buddy was... Uh, squirted in the face Oof. with a stripper's breast milk. Oh, oh no. Why? No, you can't combine those things. They don't need they don't need the nu- nutrients. Thank you. Um I had a buddy at his bachelor party, she attached a dildo to his forehead and she banged that. Okay, I've I've heard of that happening. Um at a bachelor party I was at, they actually put a dildo in the bachelor's mouth and he used it on her. I was like, "Whoa." <sighs> Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. Yeah. Uh, just to clarify, the lupus thing. Um, someone listening in New Hampshire said, "Listen, I've got lupus, and let me tell you, if a stripper did have lupus, that would be incredible because her joints would be hurting." Yeah, that's what I figured. That <laughs> was like pretty yeah, painful. It's hard to yeah. do. I think. You see a very famous stripper. She has lupus. <laughs> Look at her work that pole. It's rough on her joints, you know? Up and down, up and down. It's incredible. Swirl around. Wow. Um, Okay, listen to this extreme bachelor party uh, at a strip club in Metro Detroit. They took our buddy on stage, whipped him, laid him down, pulled his pants down, whip-creamed his ass crack, lit a candle, and put it in his crack. What a treat. They blew the candle out. And pulled his pants over the whipped cream and smashed it down. He spent the rest of the night in the corner of the strip club with a bar towel wiping his ass. Mm. What the a- whole night he's got to wipe his ass. <laughs> That's <laughs> Thanks for taking me here, guys, for this bachelor party. How long does it take to wipe your ass? Thanks for having the strippers put whipped cream in my crack. I, I don't get that. I, I've never been the dude that would want to do that to a buddy. No. You know, like, yeah. I don't want to humiliate anyone. Yeah. You know, it's okay to be a part of a little joke. Yeah. I feel like you go, you watch some women dance, you know, maybe get a lapper or whatever, and then you're on your way. But to see your buddy in that way, nah. nah I mean, I awkwardly me. watched one of my friends just get, like, a lap dance in front of, like, everybody. Like, we're all in the little, like, lounge area. And she, like, lays him on the couch and, like, mounts him and starts doing their thing. And I'm like, this is incredibly uncomfortable to be here watching another man right. get a lap dance. Like, this should be something done behind private, the curtain. Private, right. And you got some wandering hands, man. I don't know if you're supposed to be touching those. <sighs> They're just super uncomfortable. Uh, someone said, my buddy got chlamydia 
and herpes. The gifts that keep on giving. Because he pulled a tampon out of a oh. stripper's vagina with his teeth, Jason. Whoa. Jesus. Jason's pointing to his mouth. Yes. With his mouth. How? You spoke to this person? No, I just asked him to confirm. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it's not me. No, I know <laughs> it's not you. I know it's not you. I don't have lupus. Well, that he's the idiot, though. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah. yeah. Of if course he's going to get all those things. If you agree to do that. It's one of the nastiest things you can do. Come on. It's just lemonade, right, Lisa? <laughs> just right. lemonade. Uh, someone said my buddy got his pants ripped apart by a stripper. And the stripper got in so much trouble by the club, they made her sew his pants back together. <laughs> Sew them back. Your pants look so stupid the rest of the night. You're like, finally, I've got my dignity back. (laughs) She also does alterations. What the hell? You get back there with the sewing machine and you put his pants back together. Hey, man, what happened to your pants? Looks like a a stripper sewed them together. Stripper sewed them together. (laughs) That's how. That's uh, early on in the night. She tore them. Um, Jeremy is with us here. We're talking about uh, the most extreme thing you've done with a stripper or at your bachelor party. Hi, Jeremy. Hey, how you guys doing? Doing okay. What happened? All right, so I used to work at a deja vu back when I was 18, doorman, the whole nine, you know, checking IDs or whatever. Yep. We're sitting in the uh, club the one day, like nobody's there. No one. Well, I'm not going to use her stage name because it's still kind of a local thing, but um, she's on stage and I'm talking with a DJ and he's like, you know, hey man, go up and pick her. And I'm like, I'm still kind of a shy guy, young, all that stuff. Well, I go up, tip her. She kisses me. While she's on stage, like, kiss, kiss. And then that kind of sparked off, like, this little relationship that we started. So we were hanging out and doing this and doing that one day, not at work. And I'm like, what do you want to do? He's like, uh, let's go to Chicago. And I'm like, not really. Like, what do you want to do? It's a five-hour drive from where we live. She's like, no, I'm serious. Let's go to Chicago. So for three days, I basically just got to hang out in Chicago, have a lot of fun with this girl. The strangest part is, is that her bits were um, cold. What? Cold. <laughs> yeah, like they were cold. She had a cold what? vagina? I don't know if they're... Yeah, maybe there was like some lupus down there. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe but... she had lupus. You're right. Maybe she had lupus. That... No, hold on a second. Inside of her was cold. Yes. Whoa. Freezy bits. It's, never... it's, actually like not bad. it's not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad. But it's different, and that's odd. It Hopefully is different, she... yes. Yeah. But that, like I said... The weird part is, so this all-expenses-paid trip, the whole nine, took me out. She was actually kind of bummed out when she realized how old I was. We were going to go and like the House of Blues, and I'm like, I can't go in there. And she's like, why not? I'm like, I'm 18. She's like, you're that young? I'm like, yeah. So she paid well, for I, uh, your trip, trip to Chicago? All right, Tim. Are you okay? Are you alive? Are you, what, are you, what's happening? What doing? He's are you in plates. a car accident? <laughs> He's stuck. What's going on? Where are you? Oh, where am I now? Yes. I'm unloading a work truck. Okay. okay. You can tell. Like you're in a yeah. devastating yeah. car. Are you in a car accident? Yeah, I don't know. No, he was pretty loud. Right. Scared me. I thought he was carrying plates. Oh, my Drop bad. Them. My bad. But no, so another weird thing is I've actually called. I'm actually the sounding guy that got the dude in Chicago, ironically, to be like, I might try this. Oh. Wow, you're into everything. While, while you're working, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. We'll okay, let you go, go back buddy. To work. We'll let you go, man. Hopefully, yes. That's nothing important story. he's stacking up there. Cold Unloading. bits and sounding. That's yeah. what that guy's yeah. into. Yeah. That's what he's known for. And very loud workplaces. Cold bits. What? 
That's got to be something wrong with someone, right? Yeah, that doesn't sound right. Yeah, it's like a circulation, like some kind of circulation problem. Causes a cold. Well, there's been more medical searches than expected in this topic, right. but what causes a cold vagina? Well, look at that lupus. Winter <laughs> vagina. No, that's not it. Why does her vagina feel cold inside? <laughs> so weird. Well, there's, the no, well, there's no real. I mean, it's a. Uh, my vagina feels cold. Is it normal? That means a lady is <laughs> dead. No. Winter vagina. <sighs> because the reason... I don't know. There's no definite answer as to why... <laughs> Some Some ladies ladies I'm, like, in my mind, there's like wind. Yeah. Cold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a winter a blizzard. <laughs> yeah, it's like a blizzard in there. Whoa! You get out, you get a park on. That's what Jack Frost vacations during the summer. I don't know. But I'm going downtown! Hold on, my lady! Whoa! Well, it's not great down here. Sorry, it's a little chilly down there. Do you have a parka on? I do have a parka on! She's got winter vagina! Hold on! It's really unseasonably cold down there right now. I'm sorry. I have to go down there with a snowmobile. I hope you can find your way to the, the special spot. I will. I will. Just hold on a second. So oh, my beard is frozen. Still looks like those guys that are in Antarctica. Yeah, my beard is frozen. I feel like an Antarctic explorer down here. Whoa! Is that a pick in your hand? It is. It's an ice pick. I had to climb up her legs. How's it going down there? Hold on a second. I'm about to plant a flag. Oh, I felt it. There we go. Wow. Well, that was going to be a chili. Oh. Yeah, I knew. I thought that was something else no. taking place. No. <laughs> oh, she's got winter vagina. Hope you don't get frostbite on your tongue. Oh, I already do. Oh, no. Burr. Come up top. I got some warm milk for you. Oh, that's weird. I'll be right up. <laughs> oh, that's weird. <laughs> okay, fellas, hopefully you never encounter <laughs> winter no. vagina. She's got winter vagina. <laughs> be careful. Yikes, look out for that. We'll take a break on that note. And when we come back in just a moment here on Dave and Chuck the Freak, what's the latest on the family feud killer? How did a postal worker go above and beyond to save someone's dog? And what new words have been added to the dictionary this year? Just some of the stuff we'll get to when we return in just a moment here on Dave and Chuck the Freak. Previously on Dave and Chuck the Freak. This is just too perfect if it's true. Elon Musk may have hit a snag in his attempt to change the name of Twitter to X because Mark Zuckerberg owns the rights to that letter. (gasps) That's incredible. 
That's true. That is, is amazing. This is the best fight. And it's the ever. craziest, most bizarre fight. Zuckerberg's like, oh, sorry, I own the letter X. <laughs> but I feel like it's like chess. Yeah, it is. You know, like you're dealing you know, with guys that are so rich they own letters. <laughs> Zuckerberg, I think he's always thinking like 25 steps ahead. Yes. Elon has talked about this company that he always wanted called X. And I just feel like Zuck probably read his book 10 years ago and was like, uh, go buy X. <laughs> now, like, go buy it. And then what Elon does is we're going to demand 30% of the profits. He's going to get to Mars and Zuckerberg is going to be like, I bought it. <laughs> oh, you're on Mars? Here, fill out the contract. I already own that part of land uh, that you landed on. Do you want to stay here? We can wrestle for it. Or jujitsu fight. Zuck with a little underhanded move. It's Dave and Chuck the Freak. BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Award-winning movies often have incredible soundtracks, and many of those have gone on to become country gold. We've picked our top five country songs that have been nominated for an Oscar. Text OSCAR to 45911 to see if your favorite made the list on BackstageCountry.com. Text OSCAR to 45911, and we'll send the link straight to your phone. BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Lainey Wilson is on a roll. She's delivering great music and teaming up with some of country's hottest acts. Text Lainey to 45911 to see which four Lainey Wilson collabs have us talking at BackstageCountry.com. Text Lainey to 45911 to get a link to the list sent right to your phone from BackstageCountry.com. Dave and Chuck the Freak. Hey there. Here with Dave and Chuck the Freak. It is the second day of October. Chuck the Freak is out today. Coming up, how did a postal worker go above and beyond to save someone's dog? What new words have been added to the dictionary this year? But first, the latest on the family feud killer. If you remember, we did this story a while back. It's the guy who appeared on the family feud, and he joked that his biggest mistake in life was getting married. Oh, yeah. And then two years later... He was sentenced to life in prison for shooting his wife 14 times at close range. So prosecutors say he was in a jealous rage. But now in a new jailhouse interview, he's trying to say he's completely innocent. Here's that story now. Despair is etched on the face of the former family feud contestant convicted of murdering his wife. Tim Bleefnick is speaking out for the first time to 48 Hours correspondent Aaron Moriarty. Did you ever imagine you would be here? No. No, never. At times it's felt like I'm watching somebody else's life from the outside. Like, it, 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 it can't be me. You broke into her house and you shot her. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen... Times. He was sentenced to life without parole for murdering his estranged wife, Becky, mother of his three sons, at her home in Quincy, Illinois. 
The 39-year-old was a contestant on Family Feud in 2020. An answer he gave host Steve Harvey has come back to haunt him. What's the biggest mistake you made at your wedding? Said I do. Oh. I'm going to get in trouble for that, aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's going to be a lot of hell to pay at your house. And that really, I think, resonates with people. He said he has no regrets. He said it was a joke. He said that it was one of the most popular answers. What I think he probably regrets is because of that joke, so many people paid attention to his case in this trial. It was supposed to be funny. Leifnick did not testify at his trial. He's speaking out now because he says he wants his sons to hear him proclaim his innocence. Tell me what you're thinking right now. The kids. I just wanted to know that I love him, that I miss him, I'm innocent. I didn't kill Becky. You can tell he's acting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's oh, what yeah. I got from that. Yeah. Why do you bother doing that, though? You're already, like, nothing's going to change. Not like they're going to revisit the case. What was his tell that he was acting? I do. You can kind of just pick it up. Okay. It seems like you over. Yeah, they're over-dramatizing it. Yes. Yeah. To me, anyway. But, um. Yeah, he's spending the rest of his life behind bars for doing that. Not the brightest fella. Here's another shooting story a little bit differently. Uh, A YouTube prankster and the food delivery guy that shot him inside of Virginia Mall as this guy was trying to film a prank for YouTube. He has been found not guilty of aggravated malicious wounding in this shooting. So the guy who shot the the YouTube prankster has been found not guilty. Here's that story now of why they think that's the case from NBC in Washington. Completely changed their minds about this shooting. So Tanner Cook makes these YouTube prank videos, and he was making one of these videos last year inside of Dulles Town Center Mall. He made this nonsensical audio recording on his phone, and he walks up to a food delivery person, Alan Coley. Cook plays that audio recording right up in Coley's face a couple of times, and pretty quickly, Coley pulls out a gun and shoots Cook. Now, we do want to warn you that viewers might find this video disturbing. What? Yeah, it did. 20 seconds. It was 20 seconds from the moment Cook approached Coley before Coley pulled a gun and shot him. Coley's defense attorneys argued self-defense. And since this happened, the social media world has really gotten behind Coley, saying Cook was harassing him, a, a complete stranger. Now, you heard Coley tell Cook to stop a few times, but then pulled that gun and shot one round, injuring the YouTuber. Coley was found not guilty of aggravated malicious wounding and guilty of shooting into an occupied dwelling because this happened inside the mall. Coley faces two to ten years in prison when he's sentenced. Cook, for his part, says he plans to continue making his YouTube prank videos. Now, prosecutors told the jury that Coley brought a gun to a cell phone fight. A lot of people have weighed in on how annoying that type of behavior was, but the jury seemed to side with Coley's argument about self-defense here, which is normally reserved
reserved for someone who feels that they or a loved one is in very serious physical danger. So that uh, decision by the jury yesterday certainly raised a lot of eyebrows, but then you see that video and it raises a whole new set of questions. You guys. What a crazy case. It's bizarre. I'm shocked that that. Like, to me, yeah, it's annoying. The guy's being a douchebag, but the other guy's life is not in danger. I could see why you would feel threatened, though, because you have a guy that keeps getting in your face and putting the cell phone in your face, and then you have his little buddy behind him. The dude that they were doing that to looked like he wasn't mentally stable to begin with. Yeah. That's the last person I'm trying to pull a prank on. Sorry, I'm going to order a different, you know... Just the way he casually shot him. Yeah. So terrifying. It was. It's crazy to watch. <laughs> but it is the risk you take when you're doing a prank. Yeah, if like you're doing that, videos like I this, mean, you're going to run across someone yeah. who might not be mentally stable who yeah. has a gun. Yeah. Right. But he, all he needed to do was show the gun. Like, yeah. And they would have yeah. backed oh off. Oh, my God. You yeah, could yeah. tell he's you the, know? that guy that's going to be a total pussy and run away. Yeah. Um, a bunch of people are saying this guy's channel, he is a total douchebag and he's he had like multiple confrontations. Okay. So this isn't his first yeah. time. And see, this time's like when you guys would send me out to do man on the street stuff. And I know I got like smart mouth things to say to people or I'm going to try to say things. You know, to try to push the envelope, I know there was always a chance somebody might get upset and want to fight me, or there could be a, a chance I'm going to get punched in the face. Mm. Uh, you just you have to know that those are some of the risks uh, that like you take. You get into right? It. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And if that's how you're making your living, and as he said, it's not going to stop him. He's mm-hmm. still going to make those videos even after he got shot, well, which is crazy to me. Shot again? You know, it might not be as. You might not walk away this time. Exactly. A 55-year-old woman in Wisconsin caused a four-car crash when driving drunk. But the crazy thing is, after causing the crash, she then walks into a store, grabs a Smirnoff ice, and chugs it. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing takes the edge off of a car accident. Absolutely nuts. Here's that story from WISN TV. A Waukesha woman facing felony drunk driving charges accused of causing a crash and then chugging a canned cocktail as police arrived. It happened in May at a gas station in Grandview and Silvernail in Waukesha. 12 News Nick Bohr reports one of the crash victims shot the stunning aftermath on her phone. So why are you trying to buy more alcohol after you done hit my car? Waukesha police responded to the four-car crash at Grandview and Silvernail in May when a red truck plowed into a white SUV, causing a chain reaction crash. Prosecutors say the drunk driver who caused the crash rushed into the nearby gas station and grabbed a canned cocktail as one of the victims took video. Can you not stop her reason a four-car accident outside your thing? You can't drink that in here. Lady! She just literally just had a four-car accident outside your establishment. The cops are outside already. Oh my God, she's a nightmare. In the video, the victim <laughs> is trying to stop the woman, grabbing her arm. But the woman shouts at him. Let my arm go. The woman stumbles outside with the victim shooting on her cell phone the whole time, even as police and fire trucks arrive. Oh my God. Waukesha police arrive and try to talk with the woman, identified as 55-year-old Michelle Miller. As the victim tells police what happened. She is okay. She went in there and got some more liquor. But Miller walks away, stumbling into a patch of grass. After Miller collapsed in the grass here, she was treated for minor injuries and arrested, charged with drunk driving, fourth offense. The prosecutors didn't stop there. 
She's also charged with retail theft for taking the canned cocktail, a Smirnoff ice smash like this. I did talk with Miller briefly on the phone this afternoon. She told me she, quote, forgot my wallet in the car and was going to get money to pay for the drink when police arrived. Now she may have to convince a jury. No one was seriously injured in the crash. In Waukesha, Nick Bohr, WISN 12 News. So she's no stranger to this. So that could have been simply to say that she was sober. Yeah. But she just drank. Oh, wow. Right. That was a strategy. Yeah. Could be. The lady's had a rough 55 years, Holy huh? Yeah. She's only 55? Ooh, yes. Yeah. Okay. She looks 85. No, yeah. I know. She absolutely does. Yeah. Well, will one can of Smirnoff Ice give you the blood alcohol content that she <laughs> no, had? No, yeah, no. She's also real dope. You can say, back in my day, I'd have to drink like a six-pack and then some to even get like a little bit of a buzz going from the Smirnoff Ice. Yeah, that does not work. But she's probably not the brightest either. But seeing that see. scenario with that woman in the gas station, welcome to my life at least once a week when I was managing the gas Come station. Come on, you had stuff like that go down? Yeah, whether people stealing beer or the drunk people causing a scene or having to get the police called. like It's like the wild, wild west sometimes. And they're obviously not allowed to drink it Correct. in the gas station. Yeah, you, you can buy it and take it. You're supposed to take it home or you know take it off the, the property. But uh, like... You have the woman grabbing, chugging like Stone Cold Steve Austin, throwing it down on the ground. Yeah. Just nuts. And, and then get into a car. And she just yeah. lays on the ground. Yeah. Was she trying to say that she was injured in the I accident? I don't know. Because she fell down hard, like face yeah. first. Like, I don't know what she was doing. She was drunk. But she is a white trash disaster. Yeah. For sure. She has a lot of issues. Uh, This is nice. Has a nice ending anyway. A video of a postal worker in Georgia has gone viral after she went above and beyond to save someone's dog. She rang their doorbell to tell them their beagle got bit by a snake. But they didn't answer. And so she stepped up. Here's the story from Fox 5 in Atlanta. For Holly Prigmore, the highlights of her days delivering mail for the U.S. Postal Service are the dogs she encounters along her route. Unless you have customers that happen to be home during the day, that's really your interaction. Right. You know, hey, bud, how you doing? Have a treat. But one interaction took a scary turn last Friday when she saw Ginger, a black beagle mix, limping on the side of the road. As I saw her, I went ahead and grabbed a treat, realized that something was moving. It snapped at her. Sure enough, it was a snake. Prigmore says a Facebook page she follows helped her identify the snake as a copperhead. From there, she knew exactly what to do next. You should take their collar off because there could be swelling. Um, and I just knew she might be fine, but she's a small dog. Um, and I couldn't stand the idea of maybe her just suffering throughout the day if nobody was home. Using the homeowner's doorbell camera, she left this message letting them know what happened, made some calls, and rushed Ginger to the vet. I just think that speaks a lot about her and her character, that she was so willing to like jump in and help out, and she didn't even know anything about us or who we were. Homeowner Kelsey Proctor expressed gratitude for Prigmore's quick thinking in a post on social media trying to get in touch with her. She got to meet and thank Prigmore in person for the first time Wednesday. Before I even got to say anything to her, Ginger immediately jumped up on her and like jumped in her car and was like letting Holly love all over. Puppy love backing Prigmore's motto as she and Ginger have become fast friends. 
Well, Ginger is doing well. She's still a little sore from the bite, but no major issues since she received treatment. This story has since gone viral, capturing the hearts of thousands of people online. Both Prigmore and Proctor tell me they are glad it's had a heartwarming effect on so many people. In the studio, Joy Dukes, Fox 5 News. Thanks. Well, that was nice of her. That was very mm-hmm. nice of her. What I don't understand is why she typed out what she was doing on her phone and held it up to the camera instead of just saying, hey, I think your dog was bit by a snake. I'm taking it to know. the vet. I don't, yeah, I don't understand. Know. Maybe odd. if there, she thought there was no audio on the camera or something, maybe. Maybe. Or just in case the homeowner is hearing impaired. Mm. Sure. Yeah, I, I, don't know. So. I, I don't know why you would type out the message either. Well. I like the story because we have a UPS guy who's like this woman. Like, when he comes to deliver a package, my dog knows he's got a treat for her. And it's like I always have to, like, open up the door and she (laughs) runs out and they play for a little bit. He gets a treat and then she takes a treat in the house and eats it and, you know, then he goes about his way. And it's like now every time if he's not there... But she sees somebody in the brown uniform come up the sidewalk. She's all excited to go out. I'm like, where's my treat? I'm like, that's not yeah. Craig. That's not Craig. Yeah. <laughs> Chloe, come down. That's not Craig. You got to relax. What? That's what not Craig. Mean? And there was one time she like ran out. And I was like, oh, no. But this UPS guy was still cool with it. But uh, mm. no treat. She's like, what's my treat? What a, yeah. Give me but a yeah, treat. So we have a UPS guy that's like, like this. He always comes and brings treats. And I'm like, Chloe, you have more friends than I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Than I do. There's some nice people out there yeah. for sure. Well, uh, this is different, and a lot of people would not be down with this, but a retired Australian couple have now taken 51 cruises in a row. Ooh. Back wow. to back. They've spent 455 days on cruises as of now. Why? Because they say it's actually cheaper than moving into a retirement home. Yeah. We've talked about yeah, some people did. that like that before that yeah. decided that it's it's more like reasonable to live on these boats. Mm-hmm. But I mean the cost is the the constant diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess it is. You could deal with that. That's a big possibility. But here's their story about why they chose to live the cruise life uh from a news nine. Wow, look at this. We on board longer than anybody else. We welcome the different captains on board. They're the couple who cruise more than the captains. People might think you're crazy. They may do. They may do. But it's not about them. It's about me, isn't it? (laughs) How about a cold beer? Jess and Marty Anson have clocked up 15 months on the high seas. Oh, that's nice. Oh. 455 days. Joined on the 16th of June last year. Yep, you heard that correctly. 455 days on board the Coral Princess. On day one last year, the couple sailed off from their home port of Brisbane. You're standing in front of the Coral Princess. Speaking to the Today Show ahead of their epic journey. Talk to me about how you came up with this crazy idea. Well, <laughs> well it's, more to, it's more to do with uh, the two years without cruising, I suppose, and catching up on the, the cruise we've missed. The couple has been cruising for decades, but jumped at the chance to hit the water again post-COVID. And eventually I said to my agent, look, I said, whatever comes, just book it. (laughs) And that's how it got to be such a long cruise. 
51 back-to-back cruises, it's easy to say the great-grandparents simply love cruising. With all their meals taken care of and room cleaned daily, a cheaper alternative, they say, than being in a retirement home. It's a lifestyle. Where else can you go? You go for dinner, you go to a show, you go dancing... Um, through the day, you have all these activities, and I love the hula dancing and the and the ballroom dancing. So this was the perfect answer, really. Go cruising, do do see the world and meet these people and make lifelong friends, and you know it's it's a wonderful life. What's crazy about this? Okay, that's what you choose to do. That's fine. But she's talking about you know dinner every night and shows. It's the same. So they do like they have mm-hmm. one week, right? They have a, a, a one-week menu where the meal changes every night for a week. But then that repeats, oh. right? Mm. And they have four or five shows that play once, but then repeat every week. I right. can see how they could see it as better than a retirement home because I don't know what kind of meals you're getting there yeah, either. Yeah, kind of the same, they right? Probably, I yeah. guess rotate, maybe they do. They but... rotate through. They remind me of like the Australian Barb and her husband, though, these two. Oh, <laughs> I cannot have Barb find out about these people. These living on a cruise. Oh, my God. She would flip out. Barb a big hula hooper, too? Yeah. She loved the hula hoop. <laughs> Loves ice cold beers. <laughs> Yeah, I could see them doing yeah. this. And you pay for, you know, like your food's included, but booze yeah, is alcohol it? is a retirement charge. Uh, apartments, condos are so expensive. Oh, my God. So I so, told you guys, I looked at a place with my parents recently, and it was outrageous. Yeah. Like, you cannot believe what they want per month. They can go yeah. from 4000 or, you know, and up, wow. depending. Up. Up. Yeah. Depending on what you need, a I guess. Craziness. We would have blown through their money so fast if that's, you know, I mean, they didn't really like it. My dad only liked the fact that they had a bar. Yeah. But that was only open one night a week. And (laughs) it just is outrageous how much it costs. So that puts it in perspective. Cruises aren't cheap, but it's cheaper to live on a cruise ship than it is to live in a retirement home. They look like they're having fun. Yeah. 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 I mean, the views change every day. At least, like, some of it changes, right? And you can get off the ship or not. You can stay on if you want to. And are they just cruising to the same exact country all 51 times? Because I know, you know, different cruises will hit different islands. Well, they've stayed on the same ship. Mm-hmm. So oh, it's so not they really got a boring. Yeah, they need to right? change it up. Yeah, you know, I would at least ship. change ships. Maybe yeah, they just yeah. don't want to get off, or maybe that's yeah. how they get such a sweet discount to where it's actually more affordable. Like, where do they keep possibly. all their stuff? They had to get rid of all their stuff. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, either they, they put it nothing. in storage or they just went the minimalist lifestyle and yeah. just, which is kind of probably a nice thing. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty cool actually to have just like a suitcase worth of stuff. Yeah, yeah. seven like, shirts, shorts, underwear, you just, I mean, bathing suit. They probably get their laundry done on the ship, but it's a different lifestyle. Well, uh, they added a bunch of new words to the dictionary, Merriam-Webster, 690 new words and terms. And I want to see if you guys have heard of some of these. Um, Riz. Yeah. You know what it 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 is. Okay, what, what do you think it is? It's like charisma. You got right. it exactly. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, up. yeah. It's short for charisma, romantic appeal or charm. Okay, but that has taken off mid 
Yeah, I know what mid is. Yeah. Jason, are you hanging out with these? my kids? No, I, I don't use any of them, but I know what they they are. Uh, not great. Not awful. Just mid. Yeah. I know that from some other I'm say, I, purchases. I know that term for weed. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh, I see. Okay. Uh, doggo, slang for dog. Yeah, um, I knew that one. Finally. T- <laughs> TFW is short for that feeling when. Mm. NGL. Not short, gonna lie. Not gonna lie. UAP, well, Chuck and others like him would know. Unidentified aerial phenomena. Yep, it's the new term for UFOs. Uh, Jorts, Chuck also (laughs) loves that (laughs) one. John Cena. Uh, He's hoping they do come back. Gene Shorts. Speed Run. You guys know what this is? Trying to get through a video game as quickly as you possibly can. Yep. Uh, Quiet Quit. That's when you quit work without making a big deal out of it. Rage quit, of course, is the opposite of that. Thirst trap. Jason with the shirt off. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, James. (laughs) He's posting so many of those pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you ain't no mid. (laughs) Sweet. It's a photo. (laughs) (laughs) It's a photo or video shared to attract attention or desire. Uh, Grammable. Something worthy of being posted on Instagram. Doom scroll when you excessively scroll through news or other content that makes you feel sad or angry. That really took off during the pandemic. Uh, Finsta. That's oh, your it, fake yeah. Instagram, right? That's right. Yeah, we talked about that on the show a while ago. Chefy. You're a good cook. Okay. Oh, I think you said Chefy. Uh, no, Chefy. Chefy. You're so Chefy. Hmm. Oh. Thanks. God, we're so dumb now. Mm-hmm. Um, kiss and cry. That's what Chuck does after we hang out on the weekend. <laughs> no, it's the area just off the ice where ice skaters wait and see their scores. Oh. The kiss and cry. Mm. Beast mode. Like if a running back runs someone over, you might say, wow, that was beast mode. Sports term. And cape is when you act as a defender or supporter. They're all brand new additions to the Miriam Webster. Make sure to add them to my vocabulary. Yes, absolutely, you should. And then finally, there's a crazy Canadian man who just set a new record. He ate 135 Carolina Reaper peppers in 6 minutes and 49.2 seconds. What a lunatic. Eating 50 of them in that time set the new record. But he went on to eat 85 more, 135 of the world's hottest peppers in one sitting. There's a little taste of him making this happen. Those things just look insane. Looks like like a Satan's wart. It does. You guys, what happens to your beehole after you eat 135 of the world's hottest peppers? It's It's probably still on the toilet. Yeah, it's going to be inflamed. Like, you could cause some serious damage to yourself, Mm -hmm. right? People are nuts that they do this for world records. I don't get it. He loves it. Look at that. He loves it. He probably gets a crazy adrenaline rush from it. He says that he's built a tolerance to spicy food over the past 20 years, but he definitely still feels discomfort. The initial shock is intense. The second one doesn't seem as bad, but each one after that seems to get hotter and hotter as the peppers touch new places in your mouth. 
but he said the mouth pain is nothing compared to the stomach pain. And the worst he says is the cramps. I bet. Looks like he's going to puke. He says, I get bad cramps. It feels like someone is squeezing and twisting my guts. My mind is telling me to stop, but I have to convince myself to keep pushing through. He's an idiot. I'm sorry he is. I don't understand why you punish yourself this way. I don't get this at all. Well, there's a record I will not be attempting to beat. No. No, oh my God. <laughs> He's crying. <laughs> well, it's probably because it's so hot. Like, right, man, yeah. You're, it's, your body's just reacting Lucky to Lucky he doesn't die from doing something mm-hmm. like that. I know. Look at this. It's like the Canadian version of me. <laughs> <laughs> Same smile, glasses, headband, and everything. <laughs> like you'll poop your guts right out of here or something. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't seem like it would be good. Well, the cramps he's talking about, I've experienced with the windship challenge. I mean, I haven't, maybe not at the same level, but that was one of the worst parts. Besides the, the mouth pain was after everything was all said and done, just, I was just, just sitting on the toilet like, oh, my God, it feels like my insides are turning inside out. Like it's, uh, it's rough. I don't know if you guys talked about this when I was off. When we were off that week, but they some kid died from that yeah. week challenge, right? Yeah. In Massachusetts. Yeah. Yeah. How? That's uh, the part I didn't read because I think it was just so spicy. Just his yeah, we body never got couldn't to handle the bottom it. of what the cause, what, how it actually. Like, yeah, we, didn't, we don't. You know, know. We talked. We talked that it happened and that it was risky. You know, for us to do. And they were going to like pull them from the shelves or something, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. we were going to start. Doing yeah, a lot that. of stores wow. removing them from the shelves. So. That crazy. Yeah. yeah, I needed to make a shirt that says "I survived the windship." Yeah, challenge. you absolutely should. I'm a survivor. I would like to see if you could survive one night with my Indian family, though. That would be the true test. Really? Some of their food. Oh, my God. I would give it a whirl. Like, I'm very curious about Indian food, but I'm too scared to go and try it on my own. Yeah. Because I just don't know what some of it is. I know it was like, oh, butter chicken. But I don't. I want to try some of the lesser known, like. Right. The pop, not the pop culture meals. Like, what are they? What do they actually eat? The food, yeah, yeah, that we actually eat. Could they survive one night with James as a dinner? Yeah. Well, that, I don't know. Yeah. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Talk about a clash of cultures. Crazy oh my god! Yeah. Why did you bring this crazy guy to dinner? <laughs> Two sides of every story. Yeah, right? you're right. Absolutely. What was, right. The, what was the term for white trash they use? Sofed kura. Oh, they keep calling me sofed kura. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not eating no sofed kura. That's <laughs> <laughs> just that white trash, James. We'll take a break. When we come back in a moment. Can artificial intelligence predict your chance of a heart attack? Should phones be banned in classrooms? And do video games actually improve your quality of life? We'll get to that. Bitches tripping and much more still to come. We'll return right after this. Previously on Dave and Chuck the Freak. A listener said, I believe we were hit on by swingers. Myself and my husband are on vacation in the Dominican. While we were at dinner, the lady at the next table seemed interested in us. My husband had his cigarette sitting on the table when the lady says to my husband, I'd love to share a smoke with you. Share a smoke. Share a smoke. Yeah, that's a definite oh, swinger move right yeah, there. Mine. When you guys smoked, would you ever let someone else take a drag of your cigarette? No. Right? No, no. No, no, no. That's a swinger move. Yeah, okay, totally. well, people are saying they don't think so. Someone said, you guys are ridiculous. You're talking about not sharing a smoke, but all sorts of other people will eat butt. Wait, you wait, wait, walk wait, wait, up wait. to a stranger and do that. Like you, you met meet? someone on Tinder. I, mean, I, I don't strangers. think that's pretty common. <laughs> it's a very but odd comparison. I would say that someone willing to lick the butt of a stranger, <laughs> he willing. like a song. <laughs> he licked the butt. <laughs> I see a danger. I link the butt 
I'm a stranger. That's a great song. No one's thought of redoing it that way. It's Dave and Chuck the Freak. Backstagecountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Country music has so many generous artists who always seem to jump in to help those in need. We're spotlighting five who lead by example and lend a helping hand to charitable causes. See who made our list when you text GIVE to 45911. Text GIVE to 45911 and read all about it right now on BackstageCountry.com. Backstagecountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Wondering who made our list of the top five all-time queens of country music? Did Carrie Underwood make the cut? Find out now when you text Queens to 45911 and scroll through the list on BackstageCountry.com. Text Queens to 45911 to see the talented artists who rounded out our top five list. And Chuck the Free. Hey there. It's Dave and Chuck the Freak on this Monday. It's the second day of October. Chuck the Freak is out today. Coming up. Can artificial intelligence predict your chance of a heart attack? Should phones be banned in classrooms and bitches tripping? Coming up. Sir, news from the underground. I'm Dave Hunter. It is time now for a check of the news. A Texas couple is the first couple in America ever charged under the Big Cat Act. That's because they tried to sell a baby Jaguar in a parking lot. It's the cutest thing you've ever seen in your freaking life. So cute. How adorable is that? You know right away it's not just a cat, though. Yeah, yeah. no, oh, you yeah. do. For sure you do. Uh, this Texas couple accused of wildlife trafficking for trying to sell protected animals, including a baby jaguar. The case is the first ever filed under the Big Cat Act, which passed late last year to prohibit private individuals from possessing lions, tigers, leopards, cheetahs, jaguars, cougars, or any hybrid of these species. What apparently happened here is that uh, 29-year-old Rafael Guterres Galvin from Texas sold a cub for $7,500 in the parking lot of a sports store. The small wildcat species is native to Central and South America. He went to meet the same buyer, this time to sell a jaguar cub. However, the customer was actually an undercover cop this time with the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. This guy instructed his wife to bring a case of cash from their home to the location of the sale. However, police discovered the money after conducting a traffic stop before she could arrive. When federal agents approached them, uh, the husband stated in Spanish, I'm just here to sell a cat. Both animals have since been recovered by authorities. The couple was taken into custody. They do not own a license to buy, sell, trade, or transport exotic animals. And jaguars are also protected by the Endangered Species Act. So if convicted, they could face up to five years behind bars and a $20,000 fine. Wow. 
Yeah, what are you going to do with a Jaguar once you get one? No. No. <laughs> that's, that's what I don't know. Use These it. people that are in market for it. You use it to decimate your enemies, Andy. <laughs> I guess. Protection. Is that what Because there's some like drug dealers and stuff that yeah. use big and cats, I, right? I think there's just some people who, you know, like the Tiger King or whatever. They're just like the big animals. Man, but they are so cute. Yeah. As little babies. So it rips your face off. Yeah, yeah. and that's what they do. Uh, Here's another scam that's sweeping the nation. We've heard of cases like this. There's been one in Detroit and a few in Florida over the past several months. It's where they offer you jewelry in exchange for cash because they pretend to be hard up and they need to get gas or something. And then it turns out the jewelry they give you is fake. More uh, cases popping up everywhere. One of the latest in Washington. Take a listen. Bellevue police are warning residents about a fake jewelry scam that's resurfaced in the area. Police received reports of a theft in the Eastgate neighborhood on Tuesday. Now, this started when a man was exiting I-90 onto 150th Avenue Southeast and was flagged down by two people claiming that they ran out of gas. The man says they offered jewelry in exchange for gas and hotel money. They drove, he drove them to a nearby ATM where he withdrew a large amount of cash and then gave it to the suspects. They then called a fake number for a ride and told the man he could hold the jewelry as reimbursement. He realized the jewelry was fake when he returned home. And police say if you are approached by aggressive individuals offering jewelry for anything of value, call 911. That's crazy. I think I'm scam proof. I was at a concert and there was this guy that I, it was like between songs or between bands or something. This guy's like, he's like, hey, man, he's like, let me use your cell phone. Because I got to get down to a certain area of the venue, and I need your phone and your ticket to do it or something. Uh, and I was like, yeah, right. "No." I was like, "No, uh, dude." And yeah. then he's like, kept trying to make me feel bad about it. He kept being like, "Come on, man." I'm like, "I'm just gonna walk away now, dude." Because this is uh, this is weird. Yeah, that is weird. Uh, I was like, "I'm not gonna give you my phone and have you walk somewhere with it." Yeah, because he's just gonna take off with your yeah, phone. Yeah, right? you're gonna steal my phone. In other words, you can oh, give man. a stranger your phone for anything, but I'll give it back. I couldn't imagine somebody being like, give me some money. Yeah. Or I'll like, give you these gold rings. They make it seem like they're aggressive. <laughs> so it's, it's so kind of like, take these rings and give me cash for it right now. Because <laughs> yeah. like if you approach by an aggressive one, yeah. like, I got these gold rings. Then, then they take them and give me cash. Rob you, I guess, if that's what they want. But It'd be crazy you showing up with some gold rings. They'd be like, yeah, they're fake. <laughs> They're totally fake. They you got some uh, bling going on. I don't see it. Yep, but. I gave a guy ten thousand dollars in cash. Wow, well, Andy, that's yeah, not uh, smart. He said that the rings were worth more. It turns out they're just theater rings. So <laughs> I wear them to remind myself not to help people. Just lift your hand up every time you're thinking about it. It's like a mood ring. Yeah, they are. They're very stupid. I was very stupid for falling for his plot. What, what does the purple mean on the mood ring? It means I'm upset. Oh. It means I'm very upset. You would. Them. Kick yourself for the rest of your life, right? Oh, yeah. When you looked down <laughs> yeah, at your oh, fake yeah. gold rings that <laughs> you gave that. real cash for. Like, who does that I exchange? Know. I can't believe people fall. Like, of all the scams we talk about, this seems like the most, one of the most ludicrous. Yeah, like yeah. the most obvious scam. Right. Yeah. It's like you just roll with treasures from the end of Goonies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are people that gullible or are they, do you think they're just so nice that they're trying to help? I think that they're gullible. I think it's greed. I think that yeah. the people in these cases, they're like, oh, these gold rings are worth more than the money I gave them. Yeah. And they're almost. So they're like- trying to take advantage of the other people mm-hmm. in a weird yeah, way. Yeah, they think that they got some sort of, they're, they're, they got the leg up. Someone said it just happened to them, but they offered them AirPods in Ooh. exchange. No, thanks. Your, your <laughs> ear pods? Gross. Yeah. Ugh. 
What are they worth? Like a couple hundred bucks? Yeah, something yeah. like that. So what would they be? Real? Would they be real AirPods? I don't or maybe know. they're Timu AirPods. Probably knockoff one. Yep, there you go. Knockoff ones from Timu or a Wish. Yeah. Um, Reed, did you fall for this? I did. What happened, man? Mm. Um, I was driving down to my grandmother's house. She's 90 for her birthday in towards Long Island. And I just bought a new car, so I was taking it for a nice road trip. And I pulled over to get some gas. And this guy pulls up off the highway, and he was, like, very believable. You know, they're, they're actors, you know. So he was um, telling me how he needed some gas money. He forgot his credit card, needed to see his family. So I was seeing my family. So I was like, all right, get this guy some gas, some gas right? Um, he was like, so he, he asked for the money first, like kind of like a, a homeless person would. So you give it to him, right? Then he just gives you a chain, right? He gives you like a gold chain. Right. Then he keeps going, right? He's like, all right, well, you know, I do need a little bit extra cash to make it to this checkpoint. And I'm out of it, right? Like I'm, I'm like, you know, road trip, like kind of like jet lagged, you know, I'm just like, whatever. Like this guy, like I had the money, whatever he I got. I gave him like ended up giving him like two hundred dollars. Um, towards the end, I was kind of feeling like, what the what the what the heck is this? Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, and, that, so uh, once they get you on the hook, then they're yeah. trying to get more yeah. out of you, right? right. So then did they you realize get some fake gold chains. Yeah. He did. Yeah. It turns yeah. out it was all a scam. Uh, Scott's up next. Scott, what happened? Hey guys. Um, so I stopped to get a coffee one day. I'm at work, and the car pulls up next to me. It's this sweet old grandma, and she has a baby in the car. And she's saying, oh, I have no gas. I have to get back. I'm trying to get to Connecticut. Uh, my baby's hungry. She's like, I have this gold ring. She's like, I just really need to get gas. She's like, it's real. I promise, you know, and where she's a sweet old grandma, you know, I'm like, okay, sure. And I was like, yeah, I'll give you, I think I gave her $80. And she's like, oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. And I go to the jewelry store later on that day and they test it and it's totally fake. She scammed me. Sweet old grandmother. Right. Uh. Like I say, never trust old bitches. Got you with the costume. <laughs> I always say that. Scott, sorry about that. And now, uh, Pete, Pete, you are on the other end of this. You own a jewelry store. Yes, I do. And so do you find that you're getting a lot of people coming in with fake jewelry? This has been coming. This has been going on for about two and a half years, almost three years. And this, there's, it's always this one gentleman that gets out of an SUV, and he's got a couple kids in the back seat, and he's got his wife or someone in the front seat, and he brings out these gold chains, and he brings out these 18-karat gold ring. I've seen that ring 25 times already, and it's fake as they come. The guy says that he needs gas money to get back to Flint or to Lansing or whatever. He's been doing this for, for, for quite a while, and he goes to Walmart's. He goes to Seven uh, Elevens. He goes where there's a lot of people. Goes to gas stations. He's been in Auburn Hills. He's been in Pontiac. He's been all over the area. So, and but you come, you know about it because people are bringing their rings to you to get them appraised, or is that how you're finding out about? To sell them to me to see if they're uh, how much people are scammed, thinking it's real gold, and uh, it isn't real gold. And they're marked 18 carat or 14 carat on the chains. And the second they come to me, I described the person that gave it, sold this to him. It's, it's a big guy. He's like a gypsy type of guy. And he's got a wife and a couple kids in the car. 
he's been he's been scammed by Walmart managers. He's been scammed by Seven Eleven people. All these people that he just waits in the parking lot. The Oakland County Sheriff knows about this guy. They cannot catch this guy. Yeah, he's uh, too evasive. All right, Pete, mm. thanks so much, man. Thanks for calling in. The gypsy man. He's the gypsy oh. man, and his whole family's in on it. Mm-hmm. Never trust old bitches. That's yeah. what I learned from this. <laughs> <laughs> I've said it so many times. Jason. You should know that. But, yeah, so don't. I mean, it seems like we shouldn't have to tell you some of these things, but don't take jewelry in no. exchange of giving people some cash. Well, what if they offer me a grill? Nope, doesn't matter. You cannot do it. (laughs) We'll take a break. When we come back in just a moment, there's more to come. Artificial intelligence could be for some good uses, like predicting if you could have a heart attack. Should phones be banned in classrooms and bitches tripping? Still to come. More when we return live. It's Dave and Chuck the Freak. Backstagecountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Country music has so many generous artists who always seem to jump in to help those in need. We're spotlighting five who lead by example and lend a helping hand to charitable causes. See who made our list when you text GIVE to 45911. Text GIVE to 45911 and read all about it right now on BackstageCountry.com. Backstagecountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Lainey Wilson is on a roll. She's delivering great music and teaming up with some of country's hottest acts. Text Lainey to 45911 to see which four Lainey Wilson collabs have us talking at BackstageCountry.com. Text Lainey to 45911 to get a link to the list sent right to your phone from BackstageCountry.com. Dave and Chuck the Freak. Back here with you on a Monday. Uh, This has come up before, but should phones be banned from classrooms to help kids focus? Well, they just announced they're doing this in the UK. Kids in England will not be able to have their phone in class, and they can't use it between classes either. Uh, Officials say phones at school are the biggest issues teachers deal with every day now. Some schools already make kids hand in their phones at the start of the day, but now it's going to be completely mandatory throughout the United Kingdom. So is this something we should be doing here too? Some parents don't like the idea because they want their kid to have access to their phone if something happens or if they need help. But a new study found almost all kids are using their phone during school hours and, of course, not for schoolwork. They polled hundreds of students between 11 and 17, and 97% of students admit they're using their phone when they shouldn't be in school. The top thing they're most likely to use it for is school, checking social media. Some kids, in fact, check their phone hundreds of times a day, and it turns out they're getting hundreds, sometimes even thousands of notifications per day. I believe it. Yeah, me too. I would have loved to have had a phone. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. We have so much been great. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but you can see how distracting oh, it would yeah, be. Sure. Right? Uh, you wouldn't pay attention. No. To, I mean, it was hard yeah. enough to pay attention to the teacher without, yeah, without a phone. It. Well, I had a graphing calculator with games on it. Mm. So I was playing Snake and Tetris uh, all the time. And he didn't realize how dumb you look when you're in like a history class and you're playing on your calculator. It's obvious you're not paying attention. Exactly. 
But phones make that even worse. Doctors are using artificial intelligence more and more. In fact, now they say artificial intelligence could even predict your chance of a heart attack. Here's that. Doctors are using artificial intelligence to predict whether a patient could develop heart disease. It's a technology Bob Freiberger told WINK he was eager to try after a family tragedy. I have a sister that passed away of heart disease in her 40s. According to the American Heart Association, cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death in the United States, making the ability to predict a person's likelihood of a future heart attack a medical priority. Cardiologist Dr. Richard Chazal explains how his practice is using AI to show where there are blockages and whether they could cause a myocardial infarction down the line. The artificial intelligence program that we're utilizing looks at plaque and it breaks it down into the types of plaque because some types of plaque are more dangerous than others. And it also measures it down to the cubic millimeter. So when we're using this AI program, we're able to say to a person, here's exactly how much plaque you have. Here's how the addition of AI could be a step forward. A traditional stress test can tell patients if there are blockages at the time the test was taken. Putting the images from a CT scan into the computer for AI analysis lets patients and doctors know where the plaque is accumulating and its probability of leading to a future heart attack. We've identified a number of people that were that were at high risk for developing a heart attack in the not-too-distant future. And in, in virtually every case, they were unaware of this. In the United States, someone has a heart attack every 40 seconds, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. As for Bob, the AI program gave him good news. He's at a low risk for heart disease, but he's aware that knowledge is key. Knowing that that could be me if I didn't know the condition of my heart, that gave me tremendous uh, level of comfort. For Inside Edition Digital, I'm T.C. Newman. It's upbeat music for the uh, subject matter. Yeah, it was. <laughs> like, da, 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 everybody's heart's going to fail yeah. one day. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody dies of a heart attack every four minutes. Yeah. 40 <laughs> seconds. 40 seconds. 40 yeah. seconds. Wow. Every time you talk about heart stuff, like whenever I hear about it, it makes me so uncomfortable. Oh, yeah, I know. So I get this like weird... I- I get the feeling. feeling. Right? Yeah, it's, yeah, I don't know what it is. It's like a sympathy pain, or I don't know, but it... It definitely affects me as well. And then there's finally a nice story here. There's a uh, Metro Detroit garbage truck driver who went out of his way to surprise a five-year-old who is obsessed with garbage trucks. Here's that story now from WXYZ TV. Maybe we stop. Standing or sitting, waiting for the garbage truck is how five-year-old Dominic Hodder spent every summer Friday morning. And then school got in the way. He was really bummed because every Friday morning he gets up and he waits for the garbage truck, whether he watches in the window or we go outside in the front porch. Dominic even asked his mom to record the truck for him, but he didn't need to worry too much because it turns out the driver of his favorite truck noticed him every summer Friday morning, too. And I see him running out when he usually run out or if I don't see him running out, he'll usually be in the window. Waste management driver Tyrell Stanley tells me when he didn't see his friend peeking out one morning, he did the math and realized school must have started. So I came back around five o'clock. I know he was out of school by then. When I was coming up the street, 
I seen him running out. <laughs> like, he heard the garbage man. We seen a garbage truck come down the street, and I was like, oh, we got to get Dom. Like, he's going to be so excited to see a garbage truck. And as we're walking outside, the gentleman was walking up our driveway with a gift for Dominic. The gift, I'll give you a hint, is what Dominic asked to wear for this interview. Thank you for my stuff. And now you got you a vest just like me. <laughs> Yeah. He'd already done the route for the day. He came after 5 o'clock just to do this for Dominic. It just warmed our hearts, and he went the extra mile. This Friday morning, Dominic watched Tyrell in wonderment as he got to learn all about how his favorite truck and job works. That's so cool, ain't it? A day that this young boy will likely remember for a lifetime, all because this man went the extra mile. And you better believe Dominic already has his Halloween costume picked out. He wants to be, you guessed it, a garbage man. Much nicer than the garbage men that work in my neighborhood. <laughs> they, uh, they pee in my yard. Boy. And they give you the finger. They give you cameras the finger after you report them for peeing in your yard. And then they wait a couple months and then start peeing in your yard again. And then when you report them, they somehow miss your stop. <laughs> For a couple of weeks, they forget that they're supposed oh, to think of trash at your place. You get in a garbage man fight, no. James. So it's crazy. No you, way. you won't get your garbage picked nope. up, James. Oh, it still gets picked up. I just got to make a phone call to the city every, oh, uh, no. every couple of days. Oh, no. <laughs> it would be nice to have a great garbage yeah. collector like that guy working in my neighborhood. The same heartwarming story if <laughs> no, it is no. James. Yeah. Completely mm-hmm. different. We'll take a break. When we come back in just a moment, bitch is tripping. What crazy thing did a Missouri woman get up to after getting into a fight with her husband? We'll share it with you right after this. More to come from Dave and Chuck the Freak right after this. Dave and Chuck the Freak. BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Award-winning movies often have incredible soundtracks, and many of those have gone on to become country gold. We've picked our top five country songs that have been nominated for an Oscar. Text OSCAR to 45911 to see if your favorite made the list on BackstageCountry.com. Text OSCAR to 45911, and we'll send the link straight to your phone. BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Lainey Wilson is on a roll. She's delivering great music and teaming up with some of country's hottest acts. Text Lainey to 45911 to see which four Lainey Wilson collabs have us talking at BackstageCountry.com. Text Lainey to 45911 to get a link to the list sent right to your phone from BackstageCountry.com. Dave and Chuck the Freak. Uh oh, another bitch is tripping. A Missouri woman is charged with felony assault. After getting into an argument with her husband and driving away with her husband still on the hood of her car, you guys, she drove four miles (laughs) with him on the hood of her car. 
38-year-old Stephanie Boyd, though, has been charged with first-degree domestic assault and resisting arrest by fleeing. Court set bond at $100,000, and she's to have no contact with her husband. What happened, they say, was that she and her husband got into some sort of argument at their home. She got in the car to leave, but he jumped on the hood to try and stop her, and she drove off with him on the hood. She drove down the road and onto the freeway. Oh, my God. And she traveled for over five miles before exiting. She drove through a construction zone (laughs) and at high rates of speed, all with her husband still on the hood. A cop saw the craziness drive by him, thankfully, and he's the one that tried to pull her over. She would not even stop for him for another half mile. And then she finally did. Amazingly, her husband managed to hold on the entire time. <laughs> That's amazing. And yeah. wasn't in him. Longest car ride of his life, yeah. I'm oh sure. Oh, my God. Five miles on the highway, on the hood of a car, through a construction zone. I'm sure it wasn't as funny as the, call the police, baby. Yeah, call no. the police, Call baby. the police, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it was a lot more terrifying than that. But uh, amazingly, he's fine. She is in a lot of trouble. And that's going to do it for us here on this Monday. Stay safe and we'll talk to you next time on Dave and Chuck the Freak. I think everyone should say penis so we can take away the negative power of the word. Yeah? So everybody? Penis. 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 Thank you for listening to Dave and Chuck the Freak. 